The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. And the name of the episode is Beyonce Galactica. And again, I don't recall why, but there it is. And uh, we got, this is a packed, packed episode uh, for you. Uh, we got uh, coverage, well, <laughs> coverage. <laughs> we talk about uh, what you uh, learned at the Star Wars celebration uh, this past weekend, uh, talking about The Mandalorian and uh, the new trailer and games and the Disney Plus programming and all that. Uh, so we cover that so as, as best as a couple of drunks can. Uh, <laughs> we, also, if you stay till the end, uh, you're going to hear... Uh, Jimmy interviewing the uh, stars of The Curse of La Lorena, and uh, also he reviews that movie and Hellboy in this episode. So there's a lot happening, a lot going on. We need to get to it, because you're going to have to digest it. Now, before we uh, get going, a quick reminder about our live shows that we're doing. On Friday, the 19th, we will be at Gracie's at 7 p.m. upstairs doing a live recording and uh, that's at uh, 326 Southwest Temple in Salt Lake City. So if you're in town uh, for the for the big convention or whatever it is, uh, stop by and see us. It's uh, free to get in because, well, it's just a bar. <laughs> uh, but we're upstairs doing the show at 7 p.m. So that's uh, Friday the 19th at Gracie's in Salt Lake City. Then on Saturday the 20th, we will be at Fan X in uh, one of the big rooms there doing a live recording at 5 p.m. And uh, so we want you to join us for that, uh, if you can, if you're attending FanX. And then uh, the week after that, on the 27th, we're going to be doing a live show at Wasatch Comic Con, which is inside the Valley Fair Mall, and that's free to attend. Uh, you, uh, need to, you need to get tickets. The tickets are free. It's, it's, a, it's a whole thing. Go to the Nerd Store there. They'll, ex- they'll explain it to you. But we'll be doing a live recording on uh, the 27th at 3 p.m at the Valley Fair Mall, 3 p.m., uh, in, the, uh, in the space right next to the Nerd Store. So join us for that. Uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's that time of year, isn't it? Anyway, brand new episode. Let's get to it. We want to thank our sponsors, of course, for paying for this party. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, open seven days a week. Hold services free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South is Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And Dr. Volt's will have a booth at Wasatch Comic Con, just so you know. Cabin Fever, also a fine sponsor of the program, serving the meek, the geek, and yes, the freak in your life since 1982. Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South, 700 East. Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Uh, also, don't forget, uh, of course, uh, Fanex. Uh, we're, we're at Fanex, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget that, FanXSaltLake.com, uh, with all of the uh, celebrities and the fun and the parties. Uh, go to FanXSaltLake.com and uh, get your tickets for uh, for FanX, of course. And, 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 and you can also see the uh, celebrity lists, of, and you, know, you can get your picture taken with a celebrity or meet your favorite celebrity. I'm, I'm excited to meet the stars of the TV show Lucifer, which apparently I'm the only one that watches. <laughs> So that's exciting. Uh, but to Alice Cooper, there's a whole list of celebrities there. FanXSaltLake.com, and we will see you there. And also, don't forget, Wasatch Comic Con is helping to pay for this uh, party as well. That is, uh, uh, sa- uh, excuse me, 
April 26th and 27th at Valley Fair Mall. Go to WasatchCon.com and check out all of the artists that will be there. Remember that this is a pay-what-you-can event with VIP upgrade options for only $15, bucks. So get your tickets at the Nerd Store or Resolute Tattoo. Uh, WasatchCon.com is where you go for all that information. All right, let's get this episode underway, shall we? It's Beyonce Galactica. Please to enjoy. Hey, welcome back to the basement. What? Oh, don't pull his finger. He's What's got hap- a fart on me. What's happening over here? What I, is, he I was, was hugging. Me. I was hugging. <laughs> you were holding his hands. Yeah, I know. But like, okay, I don't, like when I walked in earlier, I don't make people stand up. Yeah. To, well, you guys looked very settled, so I just I extend the hands. And oh, okay. Just like, what are you, the yeah, fucking but pope? Shannon was also hey, like, ow, I've, ow, ow, ow. Years, my skin hurts. <laughs> after six years on this fucking podcast, I finally know what to do with my hands, okay? I hey. extend them and I, I, I hug people. Huh? I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was telling you how I figured out the other day I've lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. <clears throat> and, he's, and I said, it's because I lost the will to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what, what is I, that way like? Yeah, is that what I need pounds? to do? Yeah. Hmm. And so that's why Jay was holding your hands. He was like, comforting me. Like seven pounds. Yeah, the will to live. Yeah. How much does the will to live weigh? How much does it shed? How much does the will to live weigh since you lost it? About twenty something pounds. 20, wow. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, so I put on some shorts, you know, because it's like <laughs> losing the will to live. I hope my will to live weighs fifty pounds. No, I put on some. Much have you ever, like so? I put on some shorts, and usually <laughs> it's always like I haven't, you know, hadn't worn mm-hmm. shorts in a while. Wow. It's been winter. Yeah, so I'm like, oh god, here we go. Let's <laughs> see if they fit. <laughs> and I put them on, and they were like fucking clown pants. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good job. So I just I went That's down. What's up, man? See, I'm I'm eating less because my crop field of fucks is just barren. Just I'm not <laughs> eating much. I know, man. Somebody. <laughs> Burn it and salt of the fucking ground. I stopped like I was I was like I was I parked my car and I was like, I could have sworn that this is where Jimmy's crops of fucks were. Oh, and then it got booted. Can't park there. I was like, where the fuck are these crops is barren? I just I I, he he has no more ducks to give. Oh wait a second, my spell check is on. You ducked up. There we go. He has no more fucks to give. I fixed it. Thank you. (laughs) I had to go into settings. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Asterisk. You check, you check cookies? I should. Yeah. But I, spell I check does, oh, you got cookies? Spell yeah. check does think that people are talking about ducks a lot. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. I don't get it. You think it would learn. No, it doesn't. Mine did. Or like I people, taught it a lesson. <laughs> people are uh, always trying to avoid things. You know, ducking. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that my phone knows how to spe- like immediately knows how to spell Beyonce and Galactica. Like those are like two <laughs> important like, words. Like, two no, and any any Star Wars. Yeah, every fucking well thing has Yoda in it. Because you know who's writing yeah, yeah. it. You know who's making that shit. <laughs> Bunch of fucking nerds. All right. Uh, <laughs> he's not ducking anything. He's Shannon Barnson. He's well, ducking plenty of things. <laughs> he's obvious. Oh, duck that fuck. What? Huh? Huh? Hey, it's my ducking turn. Go <laughs> uh, <laughs> to my ducking pub quiz. <laughs> A it's, a, good time. it's a duck fun of fun. Well, let me go into settings. A duck ton of fun. Oh, it's a fuck ton of fun. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Uh, fuck of done. But sometimes there are a lot of ducks there. There was that one weird night. Yeah, he was a duck. Yeah. And I can't believe they let him in because they're really stringent on their ID policy. I know. At Lucky 13. Really good <laughs> at pub quiz. Uh, yeah, it's 8 o'clock Wednesday. And he was like, just put it on my boat. Everybody on the team oh, that geez. wins gets 10 bucks towards your tab. 
Up to six people. It's fun when you, yeah. I always tell them, I say, oh, uh, you know, my friend went to the bathroom. I just need another chip. That's fine. <laughs> There's 12 of us. <laughs> they want to go to the car. <laughs> His friend went to the bathroom. He's Jimmy Martin. Hey, watch me on KSL. You can uh, read me in Slug, Geek Show, Mediocre Show, Big Movie Mouth Off. Uh, at the end of this episode, we, there's more interviews. We'll write this down. Yeah. Let me uh, pull it up real fast. So it's Warner Brothers. It's the horror film they've got coming oh, out. Oh, La Llorena. The Curse Llorena. of La Llorena. Llorena. Two Ys. Two Ys. Start of a... Two L's. Span, uh, or, sorry, two L's. Two L's. <laughs> Makes but, a Y sound. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. like El Pollo Loco. Like, so if they, they yeah. don't say llama, they say... Ayama. Like a quesadilla. Okay. Tortilla. So it's La... It's the case of La Llorena. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, Dad. So it's La Llorena. <laughs> La Llorena. L L O R O N A. La Llorena. La Llorena. And uh, so I think one of the interviews is going to be uh, with Raymond Cruz. I believe he was in Breaking Bad. Uh, I think that was him. It's probably He's in Training Day. He was in Alien Resurrection. He was in Clear Present Danger. <laughs> He's good. But uh, the female lead is actually uh, Linda Cardellini. <gasps> that oh, yeah. is Mrs. Hawkeye. So we're going to ask her. That is what's Velma. More, what's more spooky, being... Uh, uh, was it? What's more spooky, being in a horror film with the Warner Brothers or turning into Ash right in front of Jeremy Renner? Because you know it's fucking happening. Oh yeah, you know it's happening. That's why he freaks the fuck out. Go gets to it, gets that haircut. That's what caused the Mohawk. Yeah, shave it. Because all the good barbers haircut. disappeared. So yeah, those interviews are coming. <laughs> well, yeah. she was in one of my favorite TV shows, Freaks Freak and Geeks. Geeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I that's thought you right. were going to say ER. ER. No, <laughs> she was in ER for years. Was she? I think yeah, everybody yeah. was. Oh. <laughs> exactly. My wife's almost done. I think she actually finished that. Finally, it's like fifteen seasons long. Linda Carlini's in like over half of that. Really? That run? Yeah. Man, who knew? Well, your wife 18. apparently. My he wife did. Yeah. Yeah. My wife. My um, wife. Yeah. He. Uh, the guy I was talking about before. Uh, he plays Tuco. Oh, that's oh, Tuco. I've Tuco. interviewed him. He's a good yeah. guy. Yeah. Tuco was awesome in Breaking yeah. Bad, yeah. and he's also in Better Call Saul. And yeah, I interviewed yeah. him. He's a good guy. Awesome. Well, we'll get interviews with him at the end of the, end of the show. All right. Uh, his wife knew he's Quad T. She's pretty smart. <laughs> she is. <laughs> yeah. I like her. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or every week here on the Geek Show. Every other week on the Gadget Spot. All right. He likes Tony's wife. He's Jay Whitaker. Hey, whoa. Hey, Take it down about 20% over there, big yeah, shooter. Yeah, whoa, 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 the sitcom whoa. The Kids Table just got interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's a great person. Uh-huh. Yeah, what else? Oh, is that what you appreciate yeah, about her? Oh, handshakes. I got uh-huh. it. Yeah. Me, and, me and Tony just handshook. That was, that's a terrible I'm intro. Sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, whoa, <laughs> shit. Just trying to... Yeah, trying to wake you up over there. No, well, I was <laughs> writing down funeral, some, funeral sandwiches. Make I was writing sleepy. down some dates. Uh, with phone up? numbers, huh? With, with yeah. Tony's wife. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy Jay Whitaker, aka Lucky Dreamer, aka Beyonce Galactica, and I, <laughs> aka Beyonce. wife coveter. Is it Beyonce? Hey, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Beyonce Galactica? Yeah, that's that's, I, that's. I'll watch that. That that that's. You know what? If I ever is that your drag name? That if I ever do a drag, that's that's what it is. I I support this. Beyonce Galactica. I'm already a fan. I'm with it. I'm following Instagram. <laughs> I'm. He's so say we all, honey. <laughs> so say we all. He's over here naming different types of social media platforms. Uh, uh, catch me. I'm gonna be in uh, Washington. Uh, excuse me. Uh, April 22nd, we're going to be in St. George at the Electric uh, Electric Theater. Uh, April 23rd, Joker's Comedy Club in Twin Cities. Uh, 24th, in Tacoma Comedy Club. 25th, Laughs Comedy Club. Kansas City, St. Louis, Indianapolis, Raleigh, Charlotte, Greenville, and Atlanta. We're all coming to you. 
Please go to tour.drybarcomedy.com. Uh, Follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter at InstJWhitaker, Big Lil Pod. Thank you so much. Where are you uh, playing in Atlanta? Uh, the Relapse Theater. Okay. I'm a, you got to do heroin. They pay us in heroin. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a just, terrible theater. Just re- <laughs> no, it's actually a great. It's a just great resell it and you get all the money. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to jail. <laughs> well, you know. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> I will be there as Beyonce Galactica. <laughs> Beyonce Galactica will be there. <laughs> I keep laughing because uh, we, we mentioned the, the quote-unquote live-action version of The Lion King. Uh, if I actually did that junket, I wonder if they'd get me within three feet of Beyonce. <laughs> I don't think she'd do. Do you think she'd do interviews? No. Uh, maybe. She don't have to do interviews. I don't think she'd She's do Beyonce. Please. She doesn't have to. No shit. <laughs> she might because I find it fun. You know. She might. Got it before? Keep it posted. No, might. you know they've got John Oliver and Billy Billy Eichner. Eichner. Oh my God, Seth Rogen. They're the ones doing the tours. Yeah. Who plays the lion? Like the who Dan, plays Dan, Donald Glover. I thought it was LeBron James. No, it's Donald Glover. <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> that was like, can you imagine Space Do- Jam? Dumb like, dumb. If they really were pairing them off, and like Donald Glover and Beyonce were in the same fucking room, yeah. shit. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, it's blue. I just sit there and stare, and be like, that's I don't just, know what to do. Yeah. That's just a powerful room. <laughs> that's there. like elite. Yeah, like you're you're amongst elite. <laughs> that's that's right. right. Swim that's out of there. <laughs> you totally Chris Farley show it. You know. <laughs> Uh, so uh, that time, um, you remember that, that time <laughs> that, um, that you did a, a music video about America? You dan- uh, dance with, yeah. without your shirt on. That was, that was cool. Awesome. That was cool. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> and, and see if I were to if I were to meet John Oliver. Yeah, oh my God. If I were to meet John Oliver, I'd ask him and say, "Would you do the hit the button thing and say we got him, please?" Because he oh does that on his show. Oh my God! We got him. We got him. I went. <laughs> I went to his show in New York. He's such a nice guy. Oh, he's British. Yeah, but he's just like so sincere about like enjoying what he does. Yeah, that's what my favorite means. He says something really dumb. Oh, he's just like, cool. <laughs> cool. 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 <laughs> I think I think you're sincere in, in things that you do. Rebecca. Oh no! You oh, our returning oh. champion. <laughs> Returning champion Rebecca Frost sitting in for Lee. She's so sincere. Yes, she is. You have to use that voice the entire intro. Cool. 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 Fictionrobot.com cool. <laughs> at Jess Whelan on Twitter. Bam. Thank you. Bam. She got it. Did we? Did we? We did your intro. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, okay. I think we I talked know. about his salted fields. That's right. Of oh, that's right. His fields. Is that a? Do we do Shannon? fields of ducks? That, we that's, a, that's a sting yeah. song, isn't it? I guess. <laughs> and the salted, <laughs> the salted and the, fields of fuck. <laughs> Yeah, we that yeah, the your crops are bare. It's but, a tantric thing. But the Adama to my battle st- or my Beyonce Galactica, our host, <laughs> Mr. Curry Jessen. Oh <laughs> Curry? Curry Jessen. Curry Curry Jessen. Curry Jepson. Jessen. Uh he's Fuchsia <laughs> Carly Fuchsia Adama. Curry Ray Curry Ray Jessen. Carly Jepson. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Carly Ray Jessen. Billy Ray Cyrus? What? <laughs> Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, for all of those, uh, x96.com. Yep. Hey, I just met they you. They took my ass, girl! <laughs> <laughs> what would be your drag name? What was that, what was that character name? The guy that... Doug. No, that, <laughs> was, <laughs> that, was the, uh, that was the XO. Um, what was his name? XO's oh, uh, name was... Uh, oh, shit. Not really good. My eye, they, took my, they took my eye, girl! Oh, man, what I was his name? his name? Oh, uh, uh, Saul. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, Saul Ty, yeah. Ty, yeah. Colonel, Colonel Ty. Colonel Ty, yeah. 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 Okay. They took my eye. Mine so, would be Taiwan on. They took my eye, Bill. Colonel Taiwan. Well, no, no, Colonel Taiwan on. No, I'm just. It's not. It doesn't even have to be like Galactica related. Just be like any. Oh, how about Starfuck? There you go. That, that's okay. pretty. Yep. That, I thought it was Starbuck. Okay, or is it like Star that. Duck? And there's already a band called Starfucker. Yeah. 
But I mean, like, like you wouldn't have any other. Like, if you 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 love preacher, you or like I used to. Okay, but I mean, like, <laughs> you love you love DC. What would be your drag name from DC? No. Okay. <laughs> Clark Cunt. There we go. Carrie, you already got yours. <laughs> See, these ones are drag names and straight porn names. <laughs> this is you, Carly Ray Jetson. <laughs> Jetson. Jetson. Yeah, Carly Ray Jetson. I'd be I'd be Curry. Curly Ray Jetson. Curly Jetson. I like Curly Ray Jetson. <laughs> Curly Jetson. What is happening? I don't know. And All right. search for Curly Jetson's gold. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're getting a um, a lot of cartoons heading our way from Marvel on the Disney Plus app. I've seen that. Have we got a price yet? Uh, at, nope. You have a date well, yet? We, nope. <laughs> by, the time, by the time this episode airs, we will have a price. Okay. But at the time of the recording, we do not. What did it cost? Uh, Everything, um, but but uh, we're also so we're getting so we're getting a lot of Marvel stuff for the Disney Plus app. We're also getting a lot of Marvel stuff for Hulu because that was part of the big acquisition. Oh, yeah. Was they now own everything 60, 60 or seventy percent of yeah, Hulu majority so. state. We were talking about yeah. they just don't own Star Trek. Though. That's it. That's the only That's thing. The only thing they don't own. The only thing they don't own that, that we grew up with was Star Trek. It's coming. It's well, street. I mean, and the DC stuff. There's obviously. a giant shadow <laughs> coming over like the CBS studios. Like, we're Have coming. you seen that <laughs> hideous star. cartoon that someone has drawn of Mickey Mouse with an Infinity Gauntlet, and like he just put in the Fox stove? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like Pixar, Star Wars. Like, yeah. like I saw a cartoon of him with his hat ears in his hand, and he had a comb over on his head with human ears. Uh, it oh was God. really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just disturbing. But uh, the Hulu cartoon. This is futile. The other, you joke. It's we're gonna uh, we're gonna get you. I think I think I think the CBS oh. office actually has a like a uh, like a emergency plan. You know, like there's earthquakes, there's tornadoes, and then there's the Acquis- Disney acquisition. Yeah. Yeah. The acquisition. The building when metal Mickey when Mickey Mouse cutest comes to get you. But but we're getting a bunch of Marvel animated for adults. Uh, comedies, uh, including Howard the Duck, which I'm <laughs> thrilled about Howard the Duck. <laughs> they talked to Patton Oswalt about Modoc. Oh, I fucking love it. Because he is, he's, uh, on that show. he's he's writing, he's a producer, and he's going to voice Modoc. I did that. Once again, they confirm that. Another reason that I wish that? somebody was still alive. Yep. Right. He'd be losing his shit right now. Uh, he uh, he will be voicing the mobile organism designed like only, only for, for killing. killing. <laughs> it's like the yeah, but what he so does his is name should really be Modoc. Yeah. Now, if if you're listening to this and you're not familiar with Modoc, go to your Google image and search Modoc. He's awesome looking, and, and you will you will laugh your ass off. He's on. a big old floating head with baby legs. He's a little tiny baby but, legs and arms. But every time he talks, I'm just gonna picture uh, Adam Goldberg from the Goldbergs. <laughs> He's got teeth but, like bricks. But uh, Je- Jeffy loved uh, Modoc. Yeah. Uh, I think in an ironic way, he liked Modoc. Yeah. yeah. I think um, everyone likes him in an ironic yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, if you genuinely love Modoc. I Modoc-ing. sincerely I love to, him. I used to get Modoc and Armin Zola mixed up. Oh, yes. Just, they yeah. look kind of similar. Yeah, because yeah. they're both the fa- their heads and yeah, the yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, here's what uh, Patton said <laughs> about voicing Modoc. He says, I'm going to be voicing him. He is a supervillain, he has super intelligence. He has a forehead beam. Well, yeah. He has all this technology, but he is not on the A level of Doctor Doom and Red Skull. So not only does he hate all the heroes, he hates all the other villains because <laughs> he's so resentful. 
getting to play that is going to be very fun. That is, and, and that's that's awesome. a, it'll probably portray the aim people as fucking idiots too. And yeah, aim is that whole thing is hysterical. Got those is. fucking baskets on their head. Yeah, <laughs> just the, the whole the, yeah aim and Modoc. It's what it's something else like. It's a golden age. What if he finds a love interest? Modoc, Mrs. Modoc, 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 designed for loving. Oh. No, Modoc machine design only designed for fucking. <laughs> I, was try, I was trying to say. He was, he was being gentle. If that, was, now, yeah, if it was, was designed to... only for that, it wouldn't be a big head floating in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what you're into. Let me write that Just down. Modoc. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there's, there, there's a lot of things that are just. You know, crazy and obscure and weird that are being developed right now. Dazzler. I mean, we're getting da- Dazzler and uh, Tigra. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, cartoon is Dazzler just Jubilee's mom or some shit? No. Yeah. Yeah. Dazzler can like roller same. skate. That's why my new campaign instead of Frost for Danvers is Frost for Dazzler. Because yeah. I can roller skate and kind of be a pop star. Yeah. I think <laughs> you already are an icon. The, the story yeah. about the you're creation, on tour with Beyonce Galactica. <laughs> that the story of the creation of Dazzler is so funny. It was supposed to be like a a, a real singer lady was supposed to go yeah, they were, out and sing as Dazzler. They were gonna, the they were going to create like the monkeys. They were yeah. going to create a character that it was going to be real life, and she was going to go out and sing and be a, a pop star. And then what? everybody said, "No, no, <laughs> no fucking way." Even in the seventies, we were like, it's "Fucking stupid, fucking embarrassing." This was a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Did they actually make? Did they get a person to play I her? And I they, didn't you hear? Didn't you hear? They were like, "No, that's stupid." I oh. think somewhere out there is is songs from Dazzler. <gasps> really? So they, then they just decided uh, to make her like, getting... like Linda Ronstadt singer. Somebody, somebody. Yeah. and then they just sure. decided to make her into a comic book character yeah. after that. And they said instead of doing the whole tour, we'll just make it a comic book. Huh. And she's a mutant, and huh. I don't, I'm not even sure what her she powers are. Uh, sparkly fingers. She converts sound into light. That, oh yeah, because I knew. But it, is yeah. it like hard light, like green lantern? Oh, fuck, ring? I don't know. Or is it just regular light? <laughs> no, like, that's is it like a hard light, light or a soft light? Yeah, I want to know. You got a mo dot. You, you need said, to be for said. thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I know she used to have sex with Longshot. That's Yo, right. Well, yeah. Well, Longshot is. He got three fingers. Long, who, who, who hasn't he had? I was going to say Longshot is 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 the yeah. hoe of the Marvel universe with a mullet. Yo, they fucking to do with a mullet and three fingers. Okay, let's do this in the Marvel universe. Who's the biggest hose? We got Longshot, Matt Tony. Murdock. Matt um, Murdock got around. Tony. Yeah, no. Tony Stark. Dude. Tony got around. Star Fox. Star Fox. Star Rape right. was his superpower. That yeah. was. You oh remember? My God. Have you remember that? You notice they don't really have him around. Yeah, he anymore. doesn't show up too much. That's right. Gambit he, got around. Gambit got around. Uh, Black Widow got around. I think She-Hulk got around. Yeah, she actually, Hulk no, She-Hulk got around. Hawkeye did, sure. too. Did Hawkeye? Hawk, no, Hawkeye got around. That's right, he did. Did Star-Lord? Man. No. Not so much? Not so much. Okay. No, he's all about Jesus. <laughs> not the not the real Star-Lord, yeah. the fake Star-Lord. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he gave up his powers as a celestial. He's like, there's only one God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not me. Uh, not me. <laughs> tell you right now, it starts here from the heart. He doesn't even talk like that. That's, He's that's, got a that, accent now. That's still, one of my, that's still one of my favorite lines in Marvel movies is Cap saying, there's only one oh God, God, ma'am, man. and he doesn't dress like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he never says anything like it ever nope. again. I know, right? <laughs> I just love that fucking line. Anyway, 
Uh, but we're also getting, again, these are comic books that have been around for a long time. Why the Last Man? Yeah. Uh, we're getting a TV series from FX. It not only gets a first look, it's got a whole series order. Oh, and, nice. And it's coming in 2020. Oh, no, this is where it takes place, is in 2020, sorry. In 2020, all men will be wiped off the face of the earth. Thank Except God. for one. I got one more year left. Thank God. <laughs> In, in Man, that, that comic book is so good because you know who's the pre- president? Like the secretary of like the interior or something. Or like the... The interior the, designer? What, because she's a woman? Oh, oh Tony. Oh, Tony, dang really it. stepped in at that you time. Fucking, ah. fucking. You blew it. The, you, you, I'm fuck. the worst. You're, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, it Modoc. is... <laughs> Yorick Brown is the is the Y in Why the Last Man. Also the Y chromosome, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, FX announced that it's moving forward with plans for a first season of Why the Last Man with Michael Green of American Gods fame and uh, Ada Mashaka Kroll attached as co-showrunners. What's that? Uh, Barry Cogan will star as Yorick. Uh, Alas, the cast needs a series uh, of, of of incredibly talented women. Diane Lane. What? Yeah, love me some Diane Lane. Oh, she's oh, please. <laughs> she got a good pantsuit. <laughs> I hope. No, like, like she's probably getting Jane. Your voter, put it away. <laughs> You've been checking my Google images. Did they say? Like, did they I, say Diane, who she's no, like play? I have legit like looked up Diane Lane in a pantsuit. That's like a thing for me. Uh, it says in an unnamed role. Oh, I'll bet she's, she's the, the president. new president. Yeah, could be. She's my president. Uh, Amber Tamblin. Ah, from uh, Buffy. Yeah, from that show where God talks to her, Joan of Arcadia. Oh yeah. Oh. And she's and she's married to David Cross. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Imogene Poots. <laughs> Poots. And Captain Marvel's Lashana Lynch. Maria. Maria. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. I'm with it. Uh, the show is not set to premiere until 2020. Show me. Who's playing time. the monkey? Well. <laughs> Who's that. playing ampersand? Ampersand is his capuchin monkey. My favorite monkey. The Cap- only other, Capuchin. the only other living male anything. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. yeah. It was all mammal with all mammals with a Y chromosome. Yeah. I'm betting that it's a computer. No, it's gonna be a monkey. I hope that it's one a real from monkey. Friends. Sure. I think Marcel's dead. How uh, about the one from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? I met him. Her. Sorry. Big, I mean, they didn't do big anything. Head, big head. They didn't do anything. Too famous. They didn't do anything in the comics that wouldn't you wouldn't be able to do with. Decently trained real monkey. monkey, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he just exists. Pretty much. I mean, all yeah. he does is annoy uh, Yorick the yeah. whole time. <laughs> well, it'd certainly be cheaper to have a real monkey. Yeah. Uh. Again, I, I, we could play that game for Freakazoid. Maybe it could be a combination of both. You want to explain the game for Freakazoid? Yeah, it's like when they, go, when they all go to see the movie Congo. Congo, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's they, him and... Uh, him, him what's and his the, name? Ed... Uh, Ed Asner. Ed Asner is Cosgrove, and it's like... Oh, and the, and, the, and the Scottish guy. And the Scottish guy. Uh, they all well, sat. I think that's a real monkey. Because <laughs> in Congo. That's a guy in a suit! In Congo, it was a combination of real gorillas and guys in suits. Yeah. Uh, and so they, they tried to guess. I think what, the, that's, that's, that's a monkey. That's a, that's, a guy, that's a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a guy in a suit! So now we can go. Uh, CG. That's a, that's a, that's monkey. a monkey. Computer. Monkey. That's a monkey. That's no, a CGI. That'll be fun for That's us. That's a computer monkey. Tell you what, we'll watch the premiere, and I'll be at Asner. Okay, All I right. think that's a. Oh, this is really tender that's a, to watch. That there's a monkey. <laughs> That's fucking CGI. <laughs> <laughs> 
The anyway. interaction between you two. That was really tender. Well, you know. We've been around I've been for working a on it for 30 years. Um, another comic book. This one a little more obscure. Um, the Try comic me. book series was called, okay, <laughs> Warrior Nun Ariella. Ariella or Ariola? It's, I was very close. That's Tony's drag name. <laughs> Warrior Nun Ariola? Ariola. Oh, Ariola. Ariola. <laughs> it's spelled A R E A L A. But they're 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 for the TV series they're cutting it short and it's just Warrior Nun. Probably smart because it sounds like Ariola. Yeah, and it'll be on Netflix. Alba Baptista has been cast as Ava, the Warrior Nun, from the comic book concerning a demon hunting teenager with a magical artifact implanted in her spine. Oh, that weird little pause. The room. The air got sucked out of the room for a second. Whoa, that's a mode off. For sure. Yeah, let's see. Warrior Nun will co-star Toya Turner as the ultimate nun. So I guess that's a character. So she's in the bestest with Jesus. She's the best nun. Could be. She's almost a celestial man, but you got you got to give it up. Me and JC. No, the characters. The character's name. I I read this wrong. Toya Turner as the ultimate nun, Shotgun Mary. Oh, uh-huh. these that sounds like, even better. These sound like special moves in a video game. <laughs> like derby ultimate names. Nun, Toya Turner or Tina Turner? <laughs> I don't know. LaToya? LaToya Turner. Uh, Tristan Loa as Father Vincent, the leader of a secret order called the Cruciform Sword. And uh, Thecla Rutan as Jillian Salvius, what? a tech CEO. That could make religion obsolete. Salvia? Salvia. Nice. What's a feckle rootin'? <laughs> Is that a fruit? Like- uh, let's see. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, Christina Tontieri Young, Lorena Andrea, and Emilio Sacaria have been cast as sisters Beatrice, Sister Lilith, and, Sis- and JC. Oh, Jesus. JC, the charismatic leader of a group of alluring criminals. Oh, Jesus. Man, Jesus Christ leading criminals I don't now? think that's him. No, that's, no, that's where you he was starting. That's, that's where he was starting. I'm not he, interested. He was in the streets. <laughs> JC was in the streets. That's how he reached his people. He was uh, a carpenter. That's right. You got to build it. The band? But, <laughs> yes. but I don't think he was a, a, a mob leader. Or well, it depends on how you view it. Well, <laughs> well, how do you use the word? That's a good point. The word yes. mob. He wasn't a in the band, the, the carpenters. Yeah. Mm, mm, if, mm. if he was, he could have healed her with the touch of his hand. That's true. <laughs> she wouldn't have died. Yeah. Yikes. I know what to do with my hands. Finally. It's great. It's been six years. Yeah. Hey, man. Um, Remember Obama? <laughs> wasn't that nice? Barely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seems like a lifetime ago. And uh, finally, we're getting this uh, ruling from uh, the director of the new Candyman movie. Candyman. Uh, Nia DaCosta. Uh, mysteriously suggested that uh, the latest incarnation of Candyman is a separate entity from uh, Tony Todd's, you know, the classic Candyman. And uh, he said, well, it's been slightly misreported. I can't say what's happening in the film because we want it to be a surprise, but he's not replacing Tony Todd. That's been reported, and I was like, I don't know what to say about this. This is not right. Was anybody that concerned about that? I, well, I thought it was. I thought it was a reboot, but he wanted to set the record straight. That <laughs> I think that's him just saying. Well, I don't really know what I'm going to do yet, so neither will you. Well, when he goes straight to the Walmart discount bin, you know, instead of going to the theaters, then we'll see how it does. But I do know this: I follow Tony Todd on Twitter. 
because he makes excellent music suggestions, just Ooh, so you know. Okay. He has great taste in music, and every once in a while he'll just tweet a video and he'll say, check this out. I saw the first Candyman, but I don't think I saw the, like, the following seven. But, see, they're <laughs> but, making a, a Child's Play TV series? A Child's what? Play TV series and a movie. And But they're separate. They're separate completely. And, and then I just saw well, today... Charles, right? Uh, no, uh, uh, Child's Play is the movie, and it's just a reboot. Yeah. It's it's a it's a new. It's taking like a like a um, AI route instead of a voodoo. Yeah. Uh, oh really? It's a technology based. Oh, yeah, no. That's yeah. not as fun. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and like the original Child's Play people are pissed. And that's why they're making the TV series, which will follow all the rest of this yeah, Child Play in movies. Continuity, right? It's in continuity. It's in continuity. And then, uh, <laughs> so that means my attorney will like the TV series. <laughs> and then I saw, you know, there's that horror streaming service called Shudder. Mm-hmm. Shudder, which I hear is great. Um, it's great. They're making a TV show out of one of the few movies I've ever walked out of in my fucking life. Critters. Critters. Oh, yeah. I, t- I talked to uh, the showrunner uh, yeah. about what they're doing, and he, he wouldn't say much. He just said that we're going to continue, it's going to be funny, and it's going to be scary. And Critters and in space. Critters. It's, he said it's going to be great. He's proud of it. I want them to All remake right. Munchies. Did you ever see Munchies? Munchies. What yeah. is it? It was kind of like almost like a Critters ripoff. <laughs> really terrible. Ghoulies. Movie. I walked out of that one too. Ghoulies, yeah. You walked out of Ghoulies? Paid a dollar for it and I wanted my money back. <laughs> <laughs> Give my dollar back. This is terrible. 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 All right. After these messages, we'll be terrible. right <laughs> Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in April at Dr. Volt's. Oh, well, Dr. Volt's is happening to Wasatch Comic Con. I know that. Dr. Volts will be at Wasatch Comic Con April 26th and 27th. So go down, say hi, meet some comic creators at the free admission Wasatch Comic Con at the Valley Fair Mall in Salt Lake. Also happening this month, War of the Realms, an alliance of dark forces from across ten realms led by Malekith threatened to conquer the Earth. Will the combined might of the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, and Wolverine be enough to save the Earth from the Dark Elf and his army? Find out in Marvel's big summer event, War of the Realms, starting this month. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection opens seven days a week. Your hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. I'm there most Wednesdays. We'll see you 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Fan X returns April 19th and 20th to the Salt Palace. Utah's ultimate pop culture event will feature big-time stars, including Monty Python legend John Cleese, Val Kilmer and Warwick Davis from Willow, Zachary Levi from Shazam, Clark Gregg from The Avengers, Ricky Schroeder from Silver Spoons, guests from The Office, rock legend Alice Cooper, Linda Carter from Wonder Woman, and more. Shop from talented art and merchandise vendors and geek out with your favorite fandoms like Star Wars, Harry Potter, and Doctor Who. Don't miss FanX April 19th and 20th. Passes and celebrity photo ops are available now at FanXSaltLake.com. Hi, this is Carrie from Radio from Hell and the Geek Show podcast. My Geek Show co-hosts and I are excited to be doing our Geek Show podcast live on Saturday, April 27th at 3 p.m. at Wasatch Comic Con, happening at the Valley Fair Mall on April 26th and 27th. Go to WasatchCon.com and check out all of the artists that will be there. And remember, this is a pay-what-you-can event with VIP upgrade options for only 15 bucks. Get your tickets early at the Nerd Store and Resolute Tattoo, Wasatch Comic Con, April 26th and 27th at the Valley Fair Mall. 
broken news. Welcome to it. Oh. Name of the episode is Beyonce Galactica, and we'll get back to it with your letters coming up. Oh, I've got letters coming in up. a moment. All right. Uh, but uh, real quickly here, uh, before we get to broken news, some announce announcements. Uh, first of all, uh, live, uh, you can see us live. It's this week. Yes, on the 19th at uh, Gracie's at uh, 7 p.m. Sharp. <laughs> 326 Southwest Temple is the address of Gracie, so it's just a block away from the Salt Palace. So if you're a Fanex, you can come down. If you're not at Fanex, come down anyway. Yeah, uh, We're going to be in the upstairs area. There's limited space. I'll just tell you that there. Um, it's, it's a free event. You know, it's in a bar, so yeah. they would like you to buy beverages and yeah. food. Uh, there's food there at Gracie's. Yeah, they got pretty good food there, too. They do. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, yeah, we'll be upstairs. Uh, that's Friday, 7 p.m. That's the 19th. And then on the 20th, we will be in the Salt Palace at Fanex. Our panel is at 5 p.m., and that's uh, 18 and older. It's room 250A. Is that right? Uh-huh. That's a big room, so everybody get there. Let's fill that fucker. <laughs> Let's fill it up. Uh, and then the next week, let me make sure the date on that. We're at Wasatch Comic Con in the Valley Fair Mall. Yes, Saturday the twenty seventh at three p.m. three in the afternoon, and that's we're we're in a room right next to the Nerd Store. Yeah, and uh, so that's Wasatch Comic Con Valley Fair Mall Saturday the twenty seventh at three p.m. And we'll be uh, recording a show there. Also, you need to know that the new uh, Spring Break two thousand nine Geek Show sticker is available. <laughs> For your car. I can't believe that thing like caught on. Or computer. Just me and Shannon being dumbasses. <laughs> at uh, Pyman Graphics, at Etsy shop, Pyman Graphics. Uh, and if your order is greater than $10, because there's a bunch of Geek Show stickers there and a whole bunch of other geek type stickers there. Yeah. Uh, if your order is more than $10, domestic shipping is free. Thank you, Travis, for that. Started with Dinosaur Toys, where Shannon had named his Bruce. Yep. And you thought I would have gone Wayne, but I went Dern. Of course. <laughs> accomplished so, actor. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Uh, Jimmy Martin joining me for Broken News today. Hi. And uh, like I said, we will get back to the episode. We'll also get to uh, the stars of La La Rona, La La Rona. Uh, coming up at the end of the episode. Jimmy interviews them. So let's start with, well, Star Wars Celebration is happening <laughs> as we record this. And we got a trailer for... The Rise of Skywalker. Can I tell you something about that? That sucks. Because oh. I always give travel tips. Yeah. Like when I go, like I was like, you know, if you're in an airport for more than two hours, go to the Sky Lounge. Yeah. If, if you're going to get a beer or food at any restaurant, it's going to cost you 30 bucks at least. And yeah. so go to the Sky Lounge. If you're Delta or whatever airline you're on, buy a day pass. Buy you the know, day pass. It's worth it. It's all the alcohol you could want. It's all the, you know, that kind of stuff. Food, whatever. So this tip, if you're, at least with Delta, that's all I fly. Is uh, I never buy the internet, especially if it's like a two-hour flight. You yeah, know, I don't need it, and they charge the shit out of it. Yeah. However, you can get onto their Wi-Fi and sign in just for text. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's a good idea. So, like, so I sign in like that. So most of the time, I'm flying to LA. It's an hour and 15, 20 minute flight, whatever. But I'm sitting there texting, you know, Egg like that, you know. And right before I'm about to take off, Egg says they're going to release the trailer, and I'm yeah. like, "Fuck, when's it starting?" Like that. I mean, we're about to back out, like onto the runway. Yeah. He's like, "Uh, probably in the next like 40 minutes." I'm like. Son of a bitch, like that, you know. <laughs> so I'm sitting there texting, you know, thirty thousand feet in the air, and you know, text with egg, text with other people, our our, our buddy over at uh, uh, Aaron at Disney, mm-hmm. um, and all of a sudden they go, "It's out." Yep. The problem with this texting thing though is you can't even get a fucking picture. Like you know, they can't. Yeah. It's just words. Like just that, words. Know? I mean, you're lucky you get a, you know, an emoticon or whatever the hell it's called, an emoji. 
And so, uh, so I'm the, uh, he goes, holy shit. Like that. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> and it's like, he goes, how long do you have? And I always put a timer on whenever they say how long the flight's going to be. I'm like, 47 minutes. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and so. see, it, was, uh, it dropped after I got off the air on Friday. And uh, I could I could hear the Star Warsy music from cubicles all around <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there you go. That's awesome. So I sat down and watched it, and it it's I'm I'm excited, dude. I I don't understand the people who have a problem with this. Uh, I, well, yeah, if you have a problem with this already, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, I mean, because the only thing you can take away from this, I had to give somebody a lesson on this on on Facebook because uh, they go, "That was a great trailer," and I go, "That's not a trailer." It's a teaser. Teaser. And he goes, what's the difference? And I said, a teaser has absolutely no plot. Yeah. All they're showing you are fucking rad images that yeah. just, to just get your heart racing, you yeah. know? And did my heart start racing? Hell yes. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think I made a status on Facebook. I said, you know, backflips over TIE Fighters are oh, cool. fucking A. <laughs> and seeing Lando back in the fucking cockpit <laughs> of the Falcon, sure. I go, that's great. My favorite shot, though, just for, I don't know why, sentimental reasons or whatever, is whoever's hand is holding that Medal of Bravery. I think it's Leia's hand. Could be. I think Could it be. might be hers. Yeah. But that's the medals from A New Hope. Yeah. And that's what J.J. said he wanted to do, is he wanted to find a way to take all of the movies in the Skywalker saga and bring them that's awesome. to a head here. Yeah. And what better way than the medals that they got for destroying the first Death Star? Absolutely. And if you want to see a, a fun little Photoshop project, my brother, uh, go to my Facebook page, and he, uh, he smoothed out that medal, mm-hmm. and he made it look like it was the back of the medal. And then he made it look like it was etched in, in the back of it. It said, Too Chewy from Han. <laughs> Let's see here. Chewie never got that medal. Chewie did finally get one. He got one at the... But then, and it's all in the books or the comic books or something. Oh, they Chewy, made it like canon? Chewy, yeah, Chewie did get one. Okay, because it's... But then he gave it away. Oh, why would he do that? He gave it away in the Chewbacca comic that Marvel had. <laughs> oh, shit. He gave it to a kid. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, kind of the same thing happened to me in the sense, because I was going to say he finally got, uh, Peter Mayhew got the, the medal at the MTV Movie Awards. Yes. They gave him a medal. And I saw him at Dragon Con right after that happened. I was, God, 15, 16, something like yeah. that. And he had the medal there on oh, his table. Did. So yeah. I had him sign my post. I said, can I wear the medal? And he goes, absolutely. So I totally <laughs> wore the, the medal of bravery from, from Peter Mayhew. Um, but, but yeah, that was my favorite shot. Yeah, the, uh, the tr- mine, mine was, I, I don't know, I had several, but I got to say, Ray jumping over the, the TIE Interceptor that's coming in. And that's, that's Kylo Ren's, right? That's got to be. I'm pretty sure it's Kylo's. And I'm looking. I, I was trying to do it just on YouTube where it's kind of choppy when you say this. So I need to download uh, like a file or something so I can do it frame by frame. I know it sounds so fucking nerdy. <laughs> it looks like she drops the lightsaber as she's going over it. Like, it comes out of her hand. I'm like, is she dropping that thing right into the cockpit? It looks to me like she was going to jab it down into the yeah, thing. Yeah, so. it looks like it comes out of her hand. That's yeah. all I know. But Anyway. But then the, the, there's that great one of my other favorite shots. is It's her, her the side of her hip with the, not when she's got it lit up, but the, the holster with the saber on her hip. Mm-hmm. And then that shot of the TIE fighter coming in the distance. That's a great if shot. If that is not a spaghetti western shot. that you Oh, it's it, totally. It's amazing. Totally. And then uh, and the Death Star in the ocean. I mean, it just crashed. And it's like. Yeah, I had to look up to see what that was. I think it's a Death Star, and and it, apparently it's it's the Death Star Two, is what nerds are saying. The second but, one, yeah. Hmm. But of course, it's nerds. I can't tell. But yeah. you know, it, 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 now that I see that, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, someone's put that in my head. That's what I see. Yeah. So anyway, oh we'll see what happens. It's it's exciting. It, if you're a Star Wars fan, this is your year, uh, because uh, also as of the time of this recording, they just. Uh, showed off the footage to the Star Wars convention people, the, okay. the Mandalorian. 
Oh. But uh, I managed to find it before it got taken down um, <laughs> and watched it. I'm all in. Really? I am all fucking in on this. Disney is not fucking around with this live-action Star Wars show. I mean... And that's on Disney Plus, right? This is on Disney Plus. It It will debut November 12th. It'll be available for you when Disney Plus comes on. It's it's going to be there for you. Uh, it, it's an original idea from John Favreau, uh, who penned four of the scripts. It's an eight episode series. Uh, it takes place after Return of the Jedi, about five years after. So it's before the First Order rose to replace the Empire. So it's kind of a lawless galaxy, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, he said he wanted to to look at the days after the Rebellion's victory and Return of the Jedi, taking inspiration from westerns, samurai films, and even. Uh, the years after the Civil War, the American Civil War. He said, if you look throughout history, it's fun at first, but it gets very complicated very quickly. The idea of that world after Return of the Jedi and what would happen and what sort of characters would survive and what it was like until the New Republic took over. You have vestiges of the Empire. You have only the strong surviving. You have chaos taking over the galaxy. Uh, He always said that he loved the tone of the cantina scene Mm. in the original Star Wars. He said that that is such a rich environment to tell a story. Uh, and uh, Pedro Pascal is the Mandalorian, yep. good actor. And uh, he said that this is fantasy fulfillment for him <laughs> because uh, he was like two when the first movie came out. Awesome. <laughs> so he grew up in, sure. in a world of Star Wars. Uh, he says the Mandalorian is a mysterious lone gunfighter on the outer reaches of the galaxy. Some might say he has a questionable moral character, which is in line with some of our best westerns, some good samurai, all the good stuff. He's a badass. He's Yojimbo. Exactly. He noted that there was a parallel to him inviting him to learn uh, about Iron Man. This is how Favreau said, when we did the Iron Man movie, we had to make it for everyone. Yeah. Not just Marvel Comics nerds, but everyone. You had to be able to step into that and know what's going on and understand. Yeah. And so that's how he approached The Mandalorian. He it's says, the best I'm, way to do it. He says, I'm making this for, for people who, if you've never seen Star Wars, you can step right in yeah. and, and you'll be fine. The, so, but the, the footage I saw was astounding. The way you do that, and, and I, I get tired when, like, you know, I don't want to say you're uber geeks and stuff like that, I get annoyed by it, but you have to make it like that because people yeah. like my mom want to watch that shit. People like your, your cousins or your aunt. Exactly. Or, and so, like, when you make that, but here's the thing when we all go to these screenings, you know, for, you know, like the Infinity Wars, like that, there's always those moments where you'll catch people like Egg or something like that, you know, who like will start laughing. Yeah. And no one else is catching it. Yeah. But that's perfect for them because, you know, the, those, those geeks that know way more about that kind mm-hmm. of stuff can enjoy it. And then, yeah. But then everybody else can enjoy it, too, and not feel lost in the world. Exactly. But I have to say, because you said that's Favreau, um, God, I mean, good on him, man. I mean, not only is he going to be an in-game, he's also going to be in Far From Home. He also gets to hook up with, with Marissa Tomei. Jesus. <laughs> uh, now he's got Mandalorian coming out, and he's also directing The Lion King. That dude is raking in fucking oh, Disney he's, money. he's busy. He's he, got a fast pass to the front. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. He is, he is, and so, yeah, we got to see that. Uh, for the Star Wars celebration, and again, I I'd try to describe it to you. Maybe by the time that this episode drops, they'll have presented it officially. But yeah. uh, at the time of our recording, it was just you know only for the convention people. But uh, it was it's seriously badass. It really looks great. You still haven't said the best thing about Disney Plus. What the price? I know, right? Are you I'm, kidding I'm, me? We're going to get to that coming up. But uh, also, also Star Wars, uh, during the celebration, we got a first look at uh, Jedi Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Is that the right? Which is a game. No. Uh, and this is the thing is that I'm looking at the trailer of the game, and I'm like, I know that actor. Cause they're, 
And it's Cameron Monaghan. Oh. Uh, who is your Joker on Gotham yeah, and yeah. a bunch of other stuff. But he's on, uh, uh, he's on Shameless, right? I think. Yeah. I haven't seen it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he is he is Cal Kestis, uh, a, a Jedi in Fallen Order. Here it is. A single player. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Fuck you and your multiplayer. <laughs> or at least give the option. Or give the option, yes. Yeah. I wanted to play those Battlefront games, but they're mostly... Anyway, <laughs> you guys have heard me bitch about this, so I'll shut up. <laughs> A single-player combat-focused game where you play as Cal Kestis, uh, Cameron Monaghan, a Jedi in training who managed to escape Order 66, who is now on the run and working to keep his identity as, as a Force-sensitive secret from a group of Purge troopers, elite stormtroopers specifically trained to fight Jedi who are on the hunt for him. Uh, while Cal is initially able to fly under the Rising Empire's radar by keeping a low profile on the planet Bracca, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the planet Broccoli, uh, he accidentally exposes himself as being able to wield the Force. He then becomes a target of one of the Empire's most lethal killers, the Second Sister, who is a character that debuted in the Darth Vader comics that Marvel oh. has been doing. Uh, so it, it hits uh, stores November 15th. So again, November's a big month for y'all is that the if same you're a Star Wars fan. Disney Plus or Disney Plus was November 23rd? Uh, Disney Plus is November 12th, so it's just Jesus. a few days after that. So... Man, Christmas is going to be ringing and then, <laughs> the yeah, Disney theme song. <laughs> exactly. And then and then you get, you know, Rise of Skywalker coming in December. God. So there you go. So buy your stocks now. Uh, the other thing that we learned about uh, uh, a Star Wars Celebration was uh, uh, one of the Disney Plus uh, prequel sh- uh, series, ro- the prequel series for Rogue One, mm-hmm. which will be a live action. Uh, Alan Tudyk is going to return for that. Uh, so there's uh, there's that information, which I found interesting. Again, November 12th is when Disney Plus launches. Uh, when the Ro- uh, Rogue One prequel series uh, starts, we don't know. That's, um, that's another guy raking in Disney money because yeah. he did a, was it Hey Hey and Moana? Yeah. He's a, um, what do you call it, K2SO. Yep. And then he's also uh, in Favreau's Lion King as Zazu. Well, and he's getting the crazy DC money as well from that other stuff that he's uh, doing with uh, with DC. Oh, yeah. The other thing that we learned uh, was, yeah, see, here's the thing. When they announced the, the, the Star Wars lands in Disneyland, they said, oh, it's going to be completely immersive. It's like you're, you know, you're not on planet Earth. You're in the Star Wars galaxy. You know, there won't be anything that you will recognize from Earth. And and I believed them for a moment. And then I went, no, how are you going to sell Coca-Cola? Well, I also say, how are you going to hide that uh, Florida dad with his fucking fanny pack on? <laughs> well, there's that, there's that. But I'm like, how, how are you going to sell Coca-Cola in the cantina without saying, I'll have a Coke, please? Yeah. How, how do you not do that? You know, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, then they... <laughs> oh, they really don't, they did not have words for it, do they really? Did, did you not see this? No. Go online. I want you to look for this. Uh, this is how Earth drinks are becoming part of Star Wars canon. Oh, shit. They have made special containers. So they're not, they're not cans as we think about them. Okay. They're round. They look like thermal detonators, kind of, with a cap. Okay. It's like a... Com- it, it, I'm describing them poorly. Google image this. Okay. Um, but they've re... I mean, it's... It's it's obviously the Coca Cola logo, <laughs> but it's not at the same time. It's in Arabesh, you know, Galactic Basic, the Star Wars language that you see printed. 
but they have Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite. Yeah, if you just Google Star Wars Land Coke, I yeah, think that's what I did. it's right there. Uh, they have Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite. Oh my God. You see that? While you're listening, Google image this shit. That is hilarious. And Dasani. <laughs> Dasani water. But it's, you know, it's close enough, like the Sprite yeah. container is green. That's fucking brilliant, you know? actually. So, but this is also very fucking smart. Yeah. Because how many of us are not going to open that? How many of us are going to buy one and take it home? I'll tell you. I mean, depending <laughs> on what it's made of, you should probably open it and just empty it. Probably. Because I, I've done that with some cans that I had back in the day when the Braves like won the World Series. Yeah. And I lived in Atlanta. And I came back home and they were all rusted out and like oh. spilling and well, shit. Well, then I need to do that with those Coke Avengers cans <laughs> yeah. over there. Because that's the first Avengers movie. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Give it time. But, but yeah, yeah. But that's badass. Though. That's like a collector's item right there. Well, yeah. Like, that's. I think that's what I'm... That's what I mean by they're smart. I say collector's item. They ain't worth shit. I'm saying yeah, that. It's something yeah. cool to put on your mantle. Exactly. You're going to buy two. <laughs> you're going to drink one, and then you're going to take one home. And then your, you know, your wife or significant other is going to throw it away in, in a spring clean. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, finally this. This happened before the Star Wars celebration, and this will segue us to the other topic that I want to get to in Broken News. So Mark Hamill was interviewed recently. And uh, during uh, – it, it was a Hollywood Reporter uh, podcast – and um, Hamill responded to speculations that audiences are tired of new titles from the galaxy far, far away, using Solo as an example. Mm. Which, again, I don't blame that on Star Wars fatigue. I blame that on a bunch of shitheads who <laughs> yeah. you know, tweeted about it and made you not want to go. Because everybody who didn't go because they heard bad reviews, yeah. seeing it on Blu-ray now, and they're like, why did I, yeah, why? Why did I listen to these people? Well, here's what he said. He said, yeah, I'm not going to tell them how to run their business, but there is a possibility of Star Wars fatigue. Yeah, I think there is. I've experienced it to a certain degree. Well, you're Mark fucking Hamill. Yeah, right. Your entire life. He said, but they never listen to my ideas anyway, so who needs them? Mark, I would just say one thing to you about fatigue of a franchise. Ask Marvel how that's going. Yeah. All right? That's right. all I'm saying. Because it's going fine for them. Seems to be all right. <laughs> They're doing fine. I thought another thing for these Coke things, Christmas ornaments. Oh, good idea. <laughs> Jimmy Martin, everybody. It's a great idea. Uh, but yeah, speaking of Marvel, and uh, I don't see Marvel fatigue setting in anytime soon. Nah. And neither does Marvel. I mean, if Disney keeps buying those tickets for their own movies, sure, yeah, everything's going to be great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just yeah. Where were you assholes for that that one with Solo? Huh? Why you know? Why did Disney buy all those tickets? Yeah, why didn't they buy? Why didn't they buy those tickets, you assholes? All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, he uh, Kevin Feige had a uh, presentation uh, on uh, Thursday for investors, uh, and he was talking about the Disney Plus Marvel stuff that is coming. He says these are both new and continuing stories. Uh, these will be major storylines set in the MCU with ramifications that will be felt both through the other Disney Plus series that we'll be producing and the future on the big screen. Now, why this is happening now is because it's all owned by Marvel yeah. and Disney. Mm -hmm. You know, with the shows before, they, they were, you know, they may have been on a network, but maybe it wasn't a network that was friendly to them. Yeah, yeah. That's the Netflix stuff I'm talking about specifically. Yeah, yeah. That's why you only had them mention... The big green guy. Yeah, yeah, You know, stuff like that. It's because the, the, there was a tenuous relationship there. They were getting along, but not, not that well. Yeah. So now that it's all under one roof, so to speak, 
that means that they can now start making references in Agents of... I doubt they will with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but, yeah. you know, these, these Disney Plus shows. Uh, he revealed that uh, the uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch show that we were going to get is called WandaVision. I saw this such a bad name. I, I thought was a strange idea. But there you go. I don't mind the the idea of it's fine because it, you know they well, I, the, of their relationship like, in Infinity War. But I like the idea, but that, the name is the fucking name is terrible because the comic book that we read as kids was Vision and the Scarlet Witch. That was what it was called. But uh, okay, I'm being picky. Whatever. It's too close to smell a vision. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, said the story is definitely something unexpected and surprising, as well as something that we could only do in a long-form series, which I'm very excited about. Because a lot of the times, you know, you, you're doing a movie plot in 90 minutes, it's it's hard to explore a lot of things you want to explore. Sure. Where with this, you can take the time and do it. So I love that idea. Well, that's, I mean, that's what Netflix was doing. Yeah, You know, exactly. to a degree. Sometimes too much. Some, some are better than others. <laughs> Uh, Feige also revealed that the studio will be debuting its first animated series, What If. Now, What If was a great comic book. I loved What If. I don't, I don't know that one. Because it would, it would ask questions like, uh, what if things had gone differently? You know, oh, okay. you read this story, but what if? You know, what if someone else was bitten by the radioactive uh. spider? You know, it, it was stuff like that. Uh, one of the What Ifs uh, will feature uh, uh, Peggy Carter. Now, remember, these are animated. So the, the, it will feature voice talent from the big screen projects. So they're going to bring in Peggy Carter. And the first episode will ask, what if Peggy Carter had taken the super soldier serum Ooh. instead of Steve Rogers? Fine with me. Exactly. That's that, I loved that shit in the comic books. But you know what, though? She didn't need it. <laughs> she was better than Steve. <laughs> uh, leave fight thanks to a metal suit made by Howard Stark. Hmm. See, so that, that's, that'll that's be cool. the animated What If story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking loved What If as that's a kid. Cool. I, I wish they still made those comics. Huh. Uh, Feige also spoke about uh, several uh, previous uh, reported series, including the Loki series. Um, he also talked about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's cool. Um, which uh, is uh, you know coming along. Uh, he did not mention the project, but the news broke earlier about Hawkeye getting his own miniseries. Now, what I hope they do... Because they're talking about, you know, bringing in Kate Bishop, who is the new Hawkeye. Okay. Uh, what I hope they do is they follow... It was such a good run of a comic book. It was just called Hawkeye, and it was by Matt Fraction. And it was, oh, it was about five years ago, I want to say. Mm-hmm. It was so good, because it wasn't Hawkeye in Avengers Adventures. Okay. It was like, you know, he, he owns a building, and he's kind of a slumlord. Oh, yeah, I read this. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I hope it is. I don't That'd know. That'd be kind of cool. But that's what I hope it is. Huh. But anyway. I've got a slight Hawkeye story. A little oh. bit. When I was at the... So I did go to the junket for uh, mm-hmm. in-game. Mm-hmm. Can't really say much. But you, if you saw any post, pictures I posted on Facebook, and I'll post them probably on the Geek Show page when it gets a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. But they had all the costumes out. Right? Oh, really? Of like every person, you know. Yeah. Everybody. It was so rad. But what made me laugh, though, is that so Chris Hemsworth comes out of his room and starts walking past the costumes. And sure enough, his is there with Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. And he reached out his hand to like try to grab it. He goes, mm-hmm. ah, it's not working today. Like that, you know? <laughs> but then he walked by. And this, this is just where it, like, these movies are so on a grand fucking scale. It's insane. He walked by and he stopped at Ronan's costume. Yeah. You know, Hawkeye's you know, going to be his new alter ego, whatever you want to call it. And he looked at it and he goes, who's Ronan? Like that. And everybody's like, that's Hawkeye. He's like, oh, it's Hawkeye? Oh, they call him Ronan in this one? 
Okay, I go, oh, they don't have any scenes together. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, that, and they, they have all said, we don't know what happens. Yeah. Because they shot multiple endings and all that. Hemsworth so. had no idea who Ronan was. <laughs> yeah. No, that's interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, then he goes on to talk about, uh, Feige goes on to talk about Disney+. Plus. He said, uh, these shows will be the same level of quality you've come to expect from Marvel Studios films. And looking at The Mandalorian, yeah. that means they can do it. They got the money. They got the money. Um <laughs> In addition to the new streaming service, Disney Plus, it'll be home to uh, Marvel's films. Captain Marvel will be available on day one. Nice. Uh, as well as, uh, you know, like Iron Man, Iron Man 3, Thor The Dark World within the first year. Projects like Endgame, Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, Ant-Man and the Wasp will also be available. Shit. Uh, it's set to launch November 12th. And the price. The price. So we all guessed it'd be high. Right now, it's this. I would sign on early if I were you. Or, yeah, do, do a long-term contract. Or... Well, because they have, you can buy a year. I do that for seventy dollars. I do it in a heartbeat. In a yeah. fucking heartbeat. And I'll I think do it. I need to, uh, or six ninety nine a month. You can't do it right now, can you? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I'm telling you right now. Go, I mean, yeah, they'll probably keep it six ninety nine a month or like that for probably a couple of years. But like, they, look, they're going to pull a Netflix. They're going to raise their prices. You, they will lock in though. I mean, but we all guessed um, that they'd be higher than Netflix. That they'd be higher than Hulu. I and you know, some people were like, I don't know, thirty bucks a month. I was like, you can't go too high. No, because a lot of what people, you know, this because it's not just. This Star Wars and Marvel stuff that you're getting, you're getting the entire Disney animated collection. Oh, yeah, like classics, like uh, the, the Cinderella, I mean, yeah. Snow White, like any of that you're kind of stuff. You're getting all that stuff. Probably not Song of the South, mm. but <laughs> we ignore that one. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, you know, so you're going to get parents who want it, you know. Yeah. And all it is, that's, that is an electronic babysitter for seven bucks a month. And so. Exactly. You can't go too high on this you know, with parents and stuff like that because they're just going to immediately ignore it. Well, but but everybody's going to be getting it, and that's why you can keep that that price point low. Sure, because everybody's going to be getting it. Now, what we've been having a debate over on, on the good old Green Street uh, is <laughs> uh, who is this going to hurt the most? I think Netflix will be just fine because Netflix really? Netflix has gone down their own path. A fork came in the road. You know, do we do we create our own content? I think Netflix went right down the fucking middle and said, "We'll do our own thing." You know? I'll be honest with you, I'm because I'm going to sign up for Hulu as soon as these. A, a Marvel adult animated series, the Howard the Duck and Modoc yeah. and all that. I'm going to sign up for Hulu on that. Yeah, and I may drop Netflix at that point. Hmm. Yeah, because I'm mean, o- I'm only going to keep a couple. I mean, I got to keep my my CBS for Star Trek. Yeah, I, I need to do that shit. I still haven't. God, they're almost at the season finale, and I still haven't yet. I haven't even started the season, and yeah. I and I know I'm at least a couple behind on Twilight Zone. Yeah, and Twilight Zones as well. So I got You got to decide, and yeah. I, I'm leaning toward dropping Netflix right now. I'm leaning towards one person on, on Green Street get one account. We all share a password. There we go. That's what we do. <laughs> but uh, God, speaking of Star Trek, though, I caught up. I'm fully caught up. I watched like God nine, eight. I was way more behind than I thought I was of Orville. Oh, the Orville. I'm 100% caught up now. Oh, good. Holy shit. That's some good Star Trek, isn't it? Shannon's been posting on Facebook. He's like, if you don't like Orville, just fuck off. Like, don't even talk to me anymore. <laughs> and I texted him. I was like, my God. That it's, show is amazing. I mean, it's so good. I'm almost glad they didn't give him Star Trek. Because I think they're never going to do on Star Trek, <laughs> have the Enterprise flying to fucking Dolly Parton. Exactly. It's never going to happen. <laughs> but you know what? And then having it, one of the, what's the, is it the, um, it's not, is it Krill? Is that what they are? The, uh, well, there's, there's. Um, no, the Krill's the enemy. That, that, they're the big bad What's guy? the guy that... Uh, Bortus. Bortus. I was thinking Borak. I know that yeah, right. Bortus is him. What's his species? I can't yeah. remember the name. Either way, when they find... You know, let's say there's females. Okay? Yeah. And she gives a speech, and it's the fucking lyrics to the five. <laughs> You'd never get that on Star Trek. No. But you would have on the Star Trek that Lee and I was writing. Right. But... Uh, I think it's brilliant. I think it's so yeah. good. Well, I'm glad that 
Seth MacFarlane took Lee and I's idea and ran with it. <laughs> Except ours was Star Trek. Anyway, That's um, let's get to a couple of reviews, and then we'll get back to the episode, uh, Beyonce Galactica. Yeah. Uh, so, so where do you want to start with? Well, it came out uh, this past week, so we'll start, we'll start with Hellboy. Um, so I'm going to put it fly on the line. They did not screen this locally in regions, pretty much anywhere. No, nobody here. Yeah, nobody could see it here. Um you know, and I heard either Lee. I think Lee had said that they were because he was going to write this whole story on. I mean, Lee's. You know, I'll be honest. When I went, well, I'll get there. But, right. um, but yeah, he said that they finally started adding some screens. But so I was out there for in game and in L.A. Uh, for in game and the Curse of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also, didn't see in game. By the way, don't ask him. Yes. He saw ten minutes of it. I can't. I can neither confirm nor deny what I've seen. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry. So, um. But yeah, so all of a sudden they said, oh, someone dropped out at Lionsgate. You can go see Hellboy. And I was like, yeah. yeah. So he asked me questions. So I went to go see it. Story is, you know, and, and here's, I made this thing about, I, I said, here's something that's a Facebook stats just yesterday as we record this. And I said, here's the things to understand in, in April. And it was 10, 10 things I basically don't give a shit about. Mm-hmm. And one of them on the list was, I don't care if you want Ron Perlman to still be Hellboy. Yeah. Dude's old. Yeah. He doesn't want to do it anymore. You know, yeah. like, it's, it's over. So get the fuck over it. So now it's David Harbour. Um, story is, is that, you know, they kind of just throw you right into it. There's, I mean, they kind of give you an origin story a little bit into it, where he came from, uh, which is a great scene where the Nazis are trying to get him, get him to come out of the gates of hell, essentially. <laughs> and all of a sudden the U.S. troops storm this place. And then I can't remember the, the character's name. I'm sure he's in the Hellboy lead, probably know, but played by Thomas Hayden Church. He's like this American hero. It's a great fight scene. Uh, and then, so you got Hellboy, Ian McShane basically was, you know, they were there to kill him. And then he takes him under his wing and yeah. makes, makes him a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the main villain in this is Mila Jovovich. I'm mm-hmm. probably butchering that. Uh, she plays the Blood Queen. And in the beginning, they show her how she was basically uh, slaughtered by uh, King Arthur and you know, and his <laughs> I'd say his merry men. <laughs> um, and they basically disembowel her and they take all her parts and they put them off into like you know different parts. Mm-hmm. This is what I love. A different part of the country, not the world. We don't want to go too far, <laughs> and so, and so. Uh, well, that's that's based on some old school uh, <laughs> sure, history, actually. Sure, I get it because I went to a church in Italy, and, <laughs> and there was there was the the hand of some saint. Yeah, and uh, one of the people that was showing me around says, "I yeah, the head is is over in the other town." Oh God, like, yeah, they did that shit. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I just made me laugh. I'm like, you have this evil, you know, witch basically that uh, wants to destroy the world, and you're like, ah, you go about four miles that way. I'm gonna go about ten miles that way. <laughs> so, uh, so they clearly she gets put back together. They don't really even say, but they show like this like henchman, like a it's like a it's almost like something from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's like a a, a, a boar kind of, like, but he's like you know on his own you know, two legs and talking, and um and he gets like one piece, but he's already got like five other ones. We're like, how the fuck did he get the other ones? Like you know, time wise, we don't, don't have time, care. Don't we don't care. have time to talk about that. Doesn't matter. Uh, and so it's just, you know, her getting back together and then Hellboy dealing with that and dealing with giants and all this kind of stuff. Harbor, it, anything I'm about to say has nothing to do with the cast. The cast is fine. Yeah, you know, the, cast, the cast is great. Harbor is like. great as Hellboy. You know, Mila Jovovich is, you know, fine as a villain. She doesn't really get much to do. Ian McShane's great as a... I always call him because now, the way I see him, I talked about it in my interview, if you didn't hear it last week, go back. Um, he always plays these voices of reason now, whether he's mm-hmm. a dead, uh, d- uh, Deadwood or he's uh, the the owner of the Continental and John Wick, yep. where he's always just sitting in a chair going, like, he knows everything that's going on. American gods, same yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. see that. Someone mentioned that too. Yeah. But he's always like the, the the overseer, you know, like going, you fucked up. Like yeah. that, you know, and that's him <laughs> in the Hellboy. Um, but the story's weak. There's not a lot going on. Uh, and the 
animation is fucking awful. Like anything CGI. Really? And this is going to sound so they, bad. They kind of rushed it, huh? It, well, yeah. Well, that's or what, they cheaped out. One of the two, because the thing here is, and it sounds so minuscule, but this is something to me, I'm like, if it's so minuscule, then why'd you fuck up so bad? Mm-hmm. It's because he's sitting there, his friend died in this great opening scene in a wrestling ring, and um, and so he's sitting there getting shit-faced at a, at a bar in Mexico, and this scorpion starts crawling down his arm, and it bites him and you know stings him in his hand, and he goes, oh, buddy, you're just doing what you're doing. That scorpion looked like fucking C- the CW didn't have a budget. Like it looked so bad, and like and just other things too. And I'm like, God! And I'm sitting there watching this screen, going, "Is this done?" Like, wow. did, so you guys looked at this and said, "Let it go," like you know, or maybe they said, "We gotta let it go." You know, we're done. Yeah. It felt like I want to say it's nowhere near Fantastic Four bad, but it's felt that sense of like we need to get this out before we lose the rights. Really, it felt something like that. Mm. So. You know, I'd love to see David Harbour do it again. I have a feeling I haven't looked at the box office numbers. I doubt it did well. It didn't. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if you'll ever get another one. Because uh, they, they do leave it on like a question mark. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, um, don't, you know, well, if you want to see it, go. Right. But every person I've seen that's like went to go see it over the weekend, we're like, yeah, don't waste your time. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm curious what Lee will say. It's just not polished, you know. Yeah. All right. It doesn't have that Guillermo style. So what do you give it? One and a half. One and a half for Hellboy. Yeah. All right. La La, the Curse of La Llorona. The Curse of La Llorona. <laughs> uh, so The Curse of La Llorona, it is in the Conjuring universe. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. There's a, there's a slight connection in the form of a preacher. All right. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, it's in the Conjuring universe. Oh, and there is... No, wait. What movie was that? No. Side note, just real fast, because it's also in the Conjuring universe. Did you know? Did you see Shazam yet? Not yet. Okay. Just I'll just say this because it's not really it's not ruining anything. It's an Easter egg because it's the same direct the guy who directed Shazam also directed Annabelle. Okay. The, the creepy fucking doll. Yeah. I interviewed him at the Annabelle junket. Um, and what's funny is that there's a scene. I think it's like at a toy shop or something. It's in the very beginning. If you look at the bottom shelf, Annabelle's fucking laying there. In Shazam. Yeah. In Shazam. All right. I'll <laughs> so, look for that. Uh, so back to uh, La Llorona. So basically, uh, it's a real urban legend that uh, Latin cultures truly yeah. believe. Yeah. You know, this is like, you. If you'll, in, at the end of this episode, you'll hear my interview with the cast, and they're not fucking around. Like, they're like, this is real. Like, you know, you can think we're full of shit. Like, they're like, but this is what we were raised with. Mm-hmm. It's, um, and the backstory of La Llorona is that she was married to her husband. Uh, he cheated on her, so to get, you know, to take away the most precious thing to her husband, she murdered her kids. By drowning them in a in a local oh. creek or you know something like that. Wow! Oh. And so then, Harsh. yeah, I was like, <laughs> if I was a kid, I'd be like, Mom, I didn't do shit, you know. Um, why don't you go drown him in the, in the creek? So, uh, so basically, with that said, you know, she haunts children and you know wants to basically yeah. replace her kids with now you know modern day kids. Yeah. And uh, so, what's funny about this? Because I always say like, you know, if, actually speaking of Hellboy, I always tell parents like, hey, I know this is a superhero movie. I know he's got comic books. This is not for kids. Like yeah. that, you know. And, but in, in, in it's rated R anyway. La Llorona, on the other hand, is rated R. Fucking thirteen year olds could go see this thing. I don't oh. know why it's rated R. I you know I can't even remember much language in it. Uh, and I looked it up on IMDb and it said rated R for violence and terror. There's not. I mean, there's violence. Obviously, she's like you know killing people and stuff. But like, I was like, yeah, but there's not really any blood. You know that kind of stuff. And so, but apparently, a, f- a friend of mine at a junket said, "Oh no, terror is like a real big thing now. Like fucking with kids and like stuff like that." You know? And I was well, like, "Well, it's it's about drowning kids." Well, you know, I, mean, I mean, that's a scene. But so, you know, I mean, actually, there's a couple of scenes with kids and drowning. But I mean, the, the 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 woman comes after kids. Yeah. So, but so did I mean? So didn't like Freddy? Well, I guess all Freddy movies were rated, but Freddy Teen, movies were teenagers. Way, so. 
Yeah, I guess I, yeah, I need a little. <laughs> or having sex. That's true. <laughs> Shame on them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just it didn't feel like it really needed to be rated R. Okay. Um, it and it's a jump scare movie. You know, it's it's. Well, that's the thing. Is it does it does it do what it sets out to do? Is, for most people, I'll say yes. For me, not a chance. You know, because yeah, I because you're I, a veteran. You're a veteran. Well, I need I need <laughs> something a tad more than just like ooh spooky trees like that. I'm like sure whatever. All right. Um, I. Two stars, you know, but right. I, I always say with these kind of movies, if you have a friend or significant other that jumps and, you know, screams and the shit, yeah. bring them. Like, that's a perfect, you know, exactly. that's a fun time. All right. So. So two stars for The Curse of La La Rona. La La Rona. Yeah, because see, I heard they were making that movie and I'm like, isn't that like an actual. Oh, it's a thing. Legend. Oh, they know? talked about it in the interview. You'll okay, hear it. Okay, it's, well then let's, we'll, let's get to the rest of the episode <laughs> of Beyonce Galactica and then we'll get to the, uh, the stars of The Curse of La La Rona. All right. Cool. Uh, pleased to enjoy. Cabin Fever has been serving the meek, the geek, and the freak in your life since 1982. Cabin Fever has been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts since it opened its doors in 1982. Originally located on the 400 South Block of Portacol, Cabin Fever also has its roots in the old Triad Center, Park City's historic Main Street, and Crossroads Mall currently located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever has been helping the meek, the geek, and the freak since day one. They say everything old is new again, which is, for all accounts and purposes, the underlying theme of Cabin Fever. From sock monkeys, light brights, magic eight balls, retro lunch boxes, and candy, it's the go-to shop to relive gifts from yesteryear. There's so much more, though. Stop by, tell him Geek Show says hey. Talk exploitation shop with Dave. He's good for that. It's Cabin Fever, serving Utah for 37 years. In the heart of Trolley Square, at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Wasatch Comic Con is coming to Valley Fair Mall on April 26th and 27th. Come be a part of our live Geek Show podcast happening on Saturday the 27th at 3 p.m. Our podcast panel is something you don't want to miss. Wasatch Comic Con is a pay-what-you-can event. Go to wasatchcon.com and check out the ticket upgrades, options, and the huge list of all-star comic creators. Get your tickets early at the Nerd Store and Resolute Tattoo. Wasatch Comic Con April 26th and 27th at Valley Fair Mall. Go to WasatchCon.com. Fan X returns April 19th and 20th to the Salt Palace. Utah's ultimate pop culture event will feature big-time stars, including Monty Python legend John Cleese, Val Kilmer and Warwick Davis from Willow, Zachary Levi from Shazam, Clark Gregg from The Avengers, Ricky Schroeder from Silver Spoons, guests from The Office, rock legend Alice Cooper, Linda Carter from Wonder Woman, and more. Shop from talented art and merchandise vendors and geek out with your favorite fandoms like Star Wars, Harry Potter, and Doctor Who. Don't miss Fan X April 19th and 20th. Passes and celebrity photo ops are available now at fanxsaltlake.com. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time 
time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a, a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at MyWorkoutBuddySLC or email me MyWorkoutBuddySLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. And we're back. Oh, Whoa. Oh, 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 oh. All right. Yeah. Mo. Um. Doc. <laughs> Mo, Mo Dop. Only for podcasting. Mo Dop. That's what we are. I'm Mo Doc, but designed only for kissing. Ooh. Oh, my gosh, Carrie. Come here, Carrie. I'm Mo Doc, only designed for cuddling. Cuddling. With the, Mo Doc with a C. You guys stop this. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining the character. <laughs> this is the source podcast. material. All right. All right. Let's get to a Carla Jepsen. <laughs> Tony Jepsen. If you huh? would please. Carly Jepsen. Oh! Sometimes we get letters and then we answer them. That's a good song. Ah, oh, that guy should get a record deal. <laughs> yeah, you know that sound know. you've been looking for? We're going diamond. <laughs> Marvin Berry. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. What we got? Um, here's one from Corbin. Hey, Corbin. Uh, I've been long. I've been a long time listener to Geek Show from the podcast beginning, and listened when it was on uh, radio from hell as well. And for those who don't know, yes, we started on the radio. I connect with each member of the podcast in one way or another. I'm a father of two amazing boys and a husband. I'm also a recovering heroin addict. I've been clean for that's almost. How he, re- that's how he, he connects <laughs> with Shannon. No, that's his one connection to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's our heroin problems. I've been clean for almost three years now. Jay, you gonna do that right now? No, I'm just eating chips. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna. Yeah, Corbin's burying his soul, and you're gonna crunch him. Gonna I was gonna do it away from the microphone. That's not the point. Jeez. <laughs> Here, I, I got you. I can turn it off. Crunch away. <laughs> oh, I only it for on? crunching. <laughs> only for crunching. There we go. My name is Jay, and I crunch my life away. <laughs> This is why I got kicked out of church. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the Doritos incident. Look at your life. Look at your choices. <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. Okay. Okay. Was it a funeral service? Back, back, from this back to Corbin. Where, yeah. where was I? Yeah. Oh, recovering heroin addict. Which, congr- honestly, on a serious note, congratulations. Yeah, yeah for real. Three years sober. That's I've awesome. Been, yeah, I've been clean for almost three years now. I'd been abusing painkillers for a long time. I made the transition to heroin, which usually is how it happens. Yeah. I've had to make a lot of changes in my life. I haven't been downtown for as long as I've been clean. It's not a good place for me to be. I made that choice. The reason I'm telling you this is because the Geek Show family has been a part of my recovery. I listen to the podcast every week. I've never missed an episode. For many years, I kept my addiction to myself. No one knew what was going on. When I realized it was consuming my soul in every way, I told my close group of friends at the time about my struggles. There were about six of us, and we all had been friends since high school. When I told one friend... He listened and didn't really say anything. I looked up to him uh, the most, and I thought at the time that we would be friends for our entire lives. Shortly after that, he stopped hanging out with me, and I never heard from him again. This friend who I thought would help me and understand me had abandoned me. I later found out from another one of our friends that he 
said this friend thought he couldn't be my friend anymore because of the choices I had made. Why am I telling you this? Because the great Lee George Cade reminds me of that uh, so-called friend of mine before he stopped talking to me. Hmm. Being able to listen each week to his wisdom and blueberry-induced trickery has always brought joy to my soul and made me laugh. All of the panelists remind me in a way or another of that group of friends I had back in the day. You all have been instruments in my recovery, and I wanted to let you all know that. Thank you for sharing geekdom with all of us out here in the world. Writing this letter, sometimes we get letters and then we answer them, (laughs) has been on my list of things to do for a few years now. Uh, Keep doing what you're all doing. Send my love to the others. Thank you for being accepting of all and helping me, even if you had no idea you were helping. Uh, Let's see. My boys both love everything superhero. My wife loves everything Avengers and is stoked for Captain Marvel, as am I. I will always eat more ham and remind myself that it's just a show. Corbin. Thanks, Corbin. Thanks, Corbin. Corbin. Fucking congratulations, because especially like like the the years I grew up and like got hanging out in the punk rock scene and working at Burt's Tiki Lounge for Mm -hmm. 14 years, I know a lot of people that struggled with... uh, Heroin with addiction. heroin addiction, yeah. and it's 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 a hard fucking road, man. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is where I come from. It's it's the Utah County story. Yeah, you start with your prescription uh, painkillers because the doctor gave them to me. Yeah, yeah. and then it just kind of leads. But, but your, being, your prescription expires, and you still need it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but be able to. Uh, that's that is a really that takes mm-hmm. a lot of strength. Oh yeah, and Shit. God bless you for being able to do that, and uh, you know, and fucking turn around, got some kids, and. Mm-hmm. Like you got it figured out, Corbin. Got rid of a shitty friend. And yes. That it, sounds like that guy definitely was not. Yeah. I was a gonna good say, friend. you know, that that's tough, but you know, you gotta get rid yeah. of the toxic people in yep. your life. Well, yeah. The, yeah. Fact, the yeah. fact that, that that person showed their true colors. I mean, like yeah. you, if you open up to somebody with that type of information, mm-hmm. that's them crying for help. So it's it's yeah, it's, exactly. it's unfortunate, but I'm I'm glad that you're in a good in a better place now. So, Carbon, thank you for writing that, and also I'm sorry that I held on to it for so long. I've had that letter for a bit, but we just we we sometimes we get in a flow and we don't do letters. I'm trying to do better about getting to the letters. How many letters do we got? To get better about letters, we will eventually answer them. (laughs) Eventually, (laughs) if you're patient and hang in there. Uh, This one from Jeremy. I think that song. artist only has one song. I know, right? Yeah. One hit one. We need more. We need more. Why do you have one? Now, now he's going to tweet at There's me. There's one wonder. Say, he's going to tweet at me and one say, kind of I gave you a remix and you haven't played it, Tony. You do. I do have a yeah. remix. You need to put I'll them. look it up. Okay. Elon Throw it on I, I like this. I like the original, though, so much. Elon, yeah, I bet they're both perfect. Yeah, Elon tw- <laughs> tweeted just a couple of weeks ago and said that. One perfect wonder. Okay, this one from Jeremy. What's up, man? Hi, Jeremy. And this one came in to me like the same week that Stan Lee died, oh, and I, I held on to it because, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about Stan Lee. says, I'm sure you'll be talking about Stan Lee on this uh, next podcast, and my question for the panel this week is, in my opinion, Stan Lee has definitely earned the status of legend inside the geek community. In addition to uh, this legendary man, who else do you consider legends? There's I mean, in the geek community. In the, yeah. Well, he he does say, okay. My opinion stands earned status of legend inside the geek community. Well, yeah, he's a he's a legend. He's an icon. Well, I, in addition to this le- uh, legendary man, who else do you consider as legends? I mean, 
when you say geek community, I mean, we've had this debate before. Anything can be re- really geek in the sense, yeah. you know, somebody can be a geek about football. Somebody can be a geek about that. So, right. I mean, you know, but, uh, I mean, in, in the geek film community. world, I mean, like, yeah. shit, you, I mean, living, Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, you Fucking know, George Lucas. George Lucas. Sorry, I mean, whatever his mistakes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody has their fuck-ups. I mean, the Spielberg, great bird of the universe. Did. Dude, Spielberg did Indiana Jones 4. We all fuck up, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Gene, Gene Roddenberry. Gene Roddenberry. Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock, definitely. Shakespeare. <laughs> well, well, yes, like, yeah. we wouldn't have a lot of the stories we have. Yeah, LeBron James. LeBron James. Is what he made a film? He's in the film industry. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little uh, deeper, a little more obscure. Uh, Chuck Jones. Oh yeah, yes. Yes. Warner Brothers. He, oh God, Chuck Jones, who who created that in my in my opinion the definitive feel, look, and take on. Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Roadrunner was his creation altogether. Uh, Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote, that was him. Uh, so Chuck Jones, uh, certainly a legend. Okay. Well, you said, I'd say Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc, Mel, yeah. absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. A legend. Yeah, well, Doing all the voices. It's Blanc Pen. No. It's, it's Blanc. I'll throw an obscure one out there that you, you guys probably don't know, but uh, John yes. Romero and uh, John Carmack. The guys that invented Doom. Okay, there you yeah. go. Oh, yeah. That. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, more film-wise, John Carpenter. Yeah. Sure. Um, I would say uh, Richard Pryor. Pryor? Yeah. Oh, stand-up-wise? Yeah, Shit. Stand-up Don't even get yeah. that. Yeah, Carlin, yeah, Carlin Pryor. You know, um, uh, Living, I'm going to say Chappelle. Some people may have yeah. their feelings about that. Bill yeah. Burr. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, I would say Patton Oswalt. Yeah, yeah. definitely Patton. Um. Legends. Uh, early, Bill maybe, Hicks. Maybe too soon to call him a legend, but Jordan Peele. <laughs> Jordan Peele. I would say that. Well, yeah. Right. And I'm All trying right. to remember what show I was watching. It's it's a show that takes place in the future, and they said, uh, uh, "Let's let's go home and and uh, watch a." a uh, it was something like uh, you know the celebration of filmmaking legends, Jordan Peele, and I went, "This is someone who can see the future, and they're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're goddamn right about that." Um, the best thing about Jordan Peele of anything is just like I mean he's got two out there, but he's they're just such original concepts. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean and shit doing that in the Hollywood system right now that is yeah. fucking hard because I've seen interviews no, more than one where they said I can't get anything fucking greenlit unless it, I can slap it on the fucking lunchbox. Yeah. So Ooh, uh, Mark Hamill, dude. Yeah. Matt Groening. Well, oh. oh yeah, graining for sure. Mike Judge, Mike Judge, Mike Judge. Yes. very well, an underrated legend. Yeah. We talked about this a few episodes. Yeah. If we're talking uh, actors' resumes, I can't leave Harrison Ford out. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Susan Sarandon. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to be a part of something. <laughs> Jay Whitaker. Uh, Eventually, legend with the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, of course, say uh, Jack Kirby. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All those uh, guys. Um, Joe Kane. No, Bob Kane. Bob Kane. Carrie I'm Fisher. Of, yeah, I'm thinking of Carrie Fisher. I'm, I'm thinking of all the just the, like, you know, because I'm a huge fan of just talk shows in general. I mean, shit. Johnny Carson. I mean, like. Carson, yeah. Um, Definitely Carson. Oh, um. Fucking. Yo. Like one of the OG legends, like fucking Alexander the Great. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I wish oh. I had Shakespeare You're going way deep. back. No, but I mean, like the dude was like, it was this, it was this crazy like knot that they had. It was like this Norwegian knot, mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, um, if you can untie this knot, you can like he when Alexander the Great was conquering shit. He like if you can untie this huge medieval knot. What was this guy's name? 
Alexander the Great. Oh no, the guy that made the knot. I mean, it's it was not the Gordian knot. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so they said if you un, if you untie the knot, you get. That guy I was a legend. I, I saw you. God, I'm thinking stuff like film nerd names like Kurosawa and, and he, Fellini. Instead of instead of untying the knot, he took a sword out, sliced that bitch in half, and said, "Yeah, boom." Yeah. I, ah, Steve like, Rogers. Oh, I know one. Fuck Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott, definitely. Hey, Zeus. Zeus, Zeus went hard. Well, <laughs> what? I mean, the Greek god or, yeah. or Samuel Jackson in Die Hard 3? Oh, man, both. <laughs> both legends. Well, but you said Zeus, and that made me think of, uh, here's one. Oh, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, Sigourney Weaver's Yo, good. Yeah, here's one. Ray Harryhausen. Who that? Exactly. What? Oh, I know, yeah, yeah. A legend. Guy is a legend. I know one. Uh, uh, stop motion animation. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's he's the guy who did the Jason and the Argonauts, those old movies. You know, he... he oh, like the Clash he, of the Titans? And Cla- yeah, he he pioneered that shit. He, he's the guy who... I used to have nightmares about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <It's like straight laughs> um, Guillermo uh, del Toro. Guillermo is a good one. Uh, uh, Bill Murray. Frank Miller. And his brother. Bill Murray, Frank Miller, and his brother. Uh, I'll say Mel Brooks. Yes. Yeah. Mel I would have said uh, Tim Burton until a week ago. Until until Dumbo, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Is it you know okay? Is? Can I? I'll say it. Walt Disney. Walt Disney. Sure. Yeah. I mean, aside yeah, I mean, from all, <laughs> well, no. I mean, from, look. I mean, aside from all the other. Well, no. I mean, Disneyland alone. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know. I, mean, I, I feel like it's the Tony right underrated currently in everything. Doug Jones. Yes, the he's guy in that what plays, we do in the shadows. He's in what we do yeah, in the shadows. Is. He plays Saru on Discovery. He's in every Guillermo del Toro movie. She and yeah. I were watching it. I go, it says Doug Jones is in this. In the, in the what we do in the shadows. Also, like, where is he? I'll see the coffin. But I go, that's oh, Doug there Jones. He is <laughs> one. Of the, he's one of the best makeup, uh, like makeup actors. Yeah, he's always covered head to toe in, mm-hmm. in prosthetics. Nobody and knows like what that. he looks like. Well, and, oh, his pictures right here. And I'll I'll even <laughs> add to that Andy Circus. Andy yeah. Circus who is does, another living legend who does movie. the same thing, but not with makeup. But you know, with stop, or with uh, uh, what's mo-cap. that even called? Mocap. Thank you. Mo-cap. Yes, I couldn't think of the word. Um, author uh, author Stephen King. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, if we're going authors, I got to throw in uh, the good doctor Hunter Thompson. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mufasa. Um, R.L. Stein. Goose, goosebumps. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm with that. Uh-huh. Kids say bold. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, then you have to say Dr. Seuss. I mean, come on. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going there, uh, I will say someone who influenced me an awful lot growing up, Andy Kaufman. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's one of the only uh, Jim, Jim Carrey made me well. cry. Yeah, Andy Kaufman, uh, who just taught me all of, a, a completely different look at theater. Yeah. Oh, you know? Did you did you read the biography by Bob Zamuda? Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. One of my legends. Uh, Bill Watterson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Creator, Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes. 100%. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, like, I still, like, I've been emotional when I read, like, a book, or a Calvin and Hobbes book. I've cried. Mm. It's like, it's, I don't know what it is about that. that, that mm. Okay, I got one. I'm such a Beyonce Galactica. Uh, Penn and Teller. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would say are definitely legends. They're going to be remembered yeah. long after they're gone. What do you think makes a legend? You know what I mean? Like, okay. it, it's, it's like, do you think that... Uh, innovation. Yeah. Uh, originality. Creating something that lasts. Impactful. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I want us to be legends. So like, like Gene Roddenberry, he created Star Trek, even though later he tried to fuck it up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, so you say he, the same for Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> but he, you know, so he... <laughs> but he still started it. But yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. Definitely. Someone who, back to one of my legends, Hunter Thompson, who he referred to as someone who stomped on the Terra, mm. uh, who, who made their mark. Yeah. 
And uh, certainly all of these people that we've talked about, absolutely. I'm still just going to name David Letterman. Yeah, Letterman. Yeah. He changed late night talk. Oh my God. Howard Stern, too. Stern, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not late night, I, but just... I got I to gotta love hate with Stern, but yeah, I, I yeah, got to give him his props. Yeah, like, you know? well, I th- but I think that's another thing that makes a legend is like, you can't, you, there's you got to be, de- most of them are divisive. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. Either people love them or they hate them. Yeah, both. And, but mm-hmm. that's what makes them so great. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah. I, I think I say it was Kerry one time when I started getting into, you know, kind of the media industry and he's like, all right, just so you know, like the bigger you get, you're going to have more people hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Makes like, sense. I go, okay. well, your audience broadens. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. truth. Um, I was like, all right, I can handle it. I look at my YouTube comments these days, and they're pretty mean. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like that means I'm doing good. Um, I've, I've <laughs> got I don't a, give a shit. Feed I've, off of it. I've got another one, and it's a name that a lot of people don't know. Ben Burt. Uh, he he is responsible for all of the sound effects that you know from oh. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. nice. oh wow. R two D two, the lightsaber, the blaster, the Tie Fighter, the Millennium Falcon engine stall. Oh wow! There's a great video online where you can go and find out how he created the engine stall. I want to watch that. And and remember, kids, this is back before computers. This was all on tape, and he had to take different sounds and either speed them up, slow them down, mix them all just right together. He said that 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 sound was a uh, was it was a car. That he recorded a car that wouldn't start. Oh, and awesome. and so he took that sound, slowed it down, sped it up, played that's with awesome. it through that's the insane. filters. And, you, and this is with no mouse or monitor. This no, is exactly. Awesome. Oh, that's that's cool. I'm sorry, fully working some of the coolest shit. Oh, oh yeah, it's I awesome. remember awesome. seeing as a kid. Yeah, that the, he. That's insane. <clears throat> it was like, I don't know if it was a special on TV. Mm-hmm. It but, was. Um, it was the making of Star Wars. That's yeah. what it was called. And was. the blaster noise is him, was him just going out with a hammer. Yeah, and hitting the remember those big metal the coils that used to go well, telephone poles. The telephone, the telephone pole poles. had a had a, had a oh, cable yeah. that yeah. would that would that would hold it. Yep. you know, straight. Yeah. yeah, and and he would take different implements to get different sounds to wrench. to tap that. And he'd hit it and speed it up or slow it down. Yeah, or, so crazy. And so there's one that the pew pew that's a sped up and yeah. it's a specific like a wrench or something yeah. that he tapped to yeah. get that sound. There's a town like a plumber's wrench. There's or something. a town in uh, Reading. Or in California, it's called Redding, and yeah. they have a big bridge called the Sundial Bridge. If mm-hmm. you've ever been there, mm-hmm. the the cables for the whole thing stretch from one side to the other, and you can do that mm-hmm. on those cables. You just get up and smack the cables, and it goes. It sounds so cool, and like Chewbacca was like several different animals that he mixed together to make those sounds. He probably did the same thing with the T Rex in Jurassic Park. Did he do that? If he did, the T Rex roar is a bunch of different animals. Like a lion and like a tiger. Yeah. But uh, when I, every time I think of Foley work, I always think, and I can't remember if we've ever talked about it on this show, but it, uh, Hollywood Studios, I think it's what it's called now, it used to be MGM Studios down in Orlando, mm-hmm. where the new Star Wars land is going to be. Uh, they used to have this thing where you could go watch these guys yes. do Foley work, and yes. they pull people from the audience to see if they could do oh, it. And I, they, I saw that. And they it always so fucked fun. up, and like you know, like the, the steps were always wrong and like that. And then uh, they took it down, and now it's a fucking American Idol. At least that's I know. the last oh, time I was lame. there. And the same thing over at Universal Studios Orlando. Uh, they used to have this amazing Hitchcock experience where oh, they yeah. showed you the birds in 3D, how they shot the shower scene uh, from Psycho, the vertigo uh, vertigo when he falls off the Statue of Liberty, and then there's a cool thing where you have binoculars and they had this whole setup where you could look at an apartment building and like spy on people. And, like like see, Rear Window. Like Rear Window. It was amazing. And what is it now? Fucking Shrek 4D. Exactly. Oh, nice. No wonder this world fucked. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite part of that one was... I, uh, thought, I think that movie has some good points. My favorite part of that uh, Hitchcock experience was that you... Because Psycho was shot in black and white. Yeah. They couldn't find anything that looked 
like blood. Yeah. And and they experimented with a whole bunch of different substances, and then they found that Hershey's chocolate yep. syrup, yep. Hershey's chocolate syrup, was what they used to make the blood that huh. swirls in the drain. Seriously, and, huh. in, uh, and then comes apart. The, and, yeah. But those kind yeah. of things. I mean, I did those when I was like six or seven years old. Cause we lived right, above, you know, up in Georgia, right? But you know, we go down there on our way to go visit my grandmother. And like that is some of the things that like spawn my love for film. It's just like mm-hmm. it's so fascinating. Like there's some of the things that are so simplistic that yeah, could yeah. make like mm-hmm. no, we just use chocolate. I'm like yeah. shit. <laughs> well, wasn't it like for for fit for like fist fights and like horse uh, horses clodding along the, the sound celery? Uh, so, that's that's for, breaking uh, yeah. breaking bones. And yeah, it, breaking yeah. bones. That's right. And yeah. they use a, like, a wood. They use a wood dowel and hit the celery, the big celery. And that's, and goes, that's punching. <laughs> that's punching. Yeah. That's punching. It's amazing. Oh yeah, and but it's all electronic now. There's no art to it anymore. It's it's more science than. But yeah, anything. to me, it's, it's just like yeah, like yo, I'm gonna make a. This is a this is a thing that does not exist. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna make sounds for it. Yeah. And I'm gonna use the. Yeah, that to start the, from like, oh, literal like, scratch. I could take this Mountain Dew can and and tear it apart. Sorry, Tony, but I mean like <laughs> and just like make some sound. For, I've always been fascinated by it's that. It's just insane yeah. for like a mind to think that way. You yeah. know what I mean? It's and, and it it can be a it can be a YouTube dive if you go down that. Uh, so you're you're at work, you're listening right now. Just shut us off and and go find. Start with the Ben Burt video and then work your way. <laughs> don't shut it. Don't um, shut us off. I got another legend. Oh. So I was just thinking, uh, the Mego Toy Company. I thought you were, I thought you were just saying Migos. Like they they great they great rap group. No, the Mego Toy Company responsible for uh, a lot of my favorite childhood toys. Also, I could throw in Hasbro and Kenner in that. Yeah. 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 Uh, legends, absolutely. Mattel, Barbie, Barbie. I think hmm? this. I want to be a legend. You are but, a legend. No, but I want to be one like to not just us. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's cool. Like if that's it, how your uh, biopic's gonna start. You just sit there and go, "I won't be a legend." <laughs> <laughs> but I do though. Uh, I think I, I want us all to be legends. Uh, we got one more letter. No, I, I no. Oh, I, well, I found it. I I've, got, it. I've, I've got a bunch, but they're just well. No, like he's got really, the song. I want to hear the song. They're all really long and and. Uh, <laughs> but I finally found the song. We can do the song as a closeout. Not to do another. Yeah, just song. do the song. Yeah, just play the okay, song. Here's yeah. the song. I'm sorry, I got some of these are like three pages. Yeah. So I. <laughs> so if if you want your redder uh, redder lead, <laughs> if you want your letter read uh, on the show, yeah, keep it uh, just a few paragraphs. And we'll get letters. Sometimes we get letters, and then we answer them. That shit is hard, dude. Oh, I need to hear that again. <laughs> I think I just had a That's seizure. not the one I was Because he sent another one, too, that was like heavy metal version. You yeah. remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't much of a fan of that one, but I like this one. Play this one again. I want to hear this again. All right. Go. Here we go. Hang on. Come on now. SoundCloud's hard for me. Oh, oh come buddy. On. Come on, honey. He can send you the MP3. Letters. Remix. Letters. Sometimes they get letters, and then we answer them. Fax machines are cool. I like. It's hard. <laughs> I like. That's your slap. All right. I'll just download that. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, finish this up. Uh, stay tuned uh, to the end of the episode as uh, Jamie will interview the uh, the stars and creators of La... The Curse. Yeah. Yeah. Ya Yorena. No, it's La La, La, La Yorena. Yeah. The curse of La Lorena. La Lorena. La Lorena. She who cries. Como sostenes de. Mi buen gracias. Señor, le gusta. She who cries. Donde es el baño. Donde está el biblioteca, my friend. Donde es pantalones. All right. Vaya con Dios. Who goes first? 
Los huh? Tigres oh. del Norte. I was looking up Lorena. Somebody speaks, somebody speaks Spanish like these fucking and assholes. And he found Lorena Bobbitt, which was the weird thing. That was La Lorena Bobbitt. Uh, there's only one big, big one coming out this week, and I still haven't seen it, and I want to, even though I've heard kind of mixed things, is Glass. Oh, I still haven't seen that. I want to see it. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked, I don't think it was as I good was as not, Unbreakable, but I liked it. Unbreakable was good, and I did like... Um, oh, crap. Split. 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 I like good. Split a lot, but I I've, like I've, heard, I've heard Glass is good... Into like the good old Shalomon twist, and everybody's like, ah, oh, fuck oh, off. Yeah, you know, so. I, that bugged me. I'll but agree. I still want to check it out because McAvoy was great in Split. It's worth a watch for sure. Yeah, I'll, yeah. so check that out. And All right. I think that's it. Okay. I didn't think Unbreakable needed a sequel. Well, well I always did. He always uh, let's to do a see. So, games we got uh, My Time at Porsche. <laughs> Wait, this is for the 15th, right? That sounds like uh, a testimony. Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, also, Final Fantasy X and X-2 are getting another remake. It's called My Time with Porsche? Yeah. De Rossi? My Time at Porsche. <laughs> oh, no it's when he it's guy worked at a Porsche dealership. Huh? It was... Now, P-O-R-T-I-A. Portia. Porsche de Rossi. Oh, maybe it is Portia. It's Portia de Rossi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Ellen, Ellen's I love, wife. I love her. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, we got that going on. Switch and Xbox One gets that Final Fantasy X and X-2 remaster. Uh, tanks meet zombies on the Switch. Oh, what do you need? It's all in the title. <laughs> it's in the title. You don't need anything else. You just drive forward and you win. Right, exactly. <laughs> you got Wasteland for the Switch, or Wasteland 2, rather. Uh, World War Z coming out for PS4, Xbox, oh. and PC. Really? Uh, let's see. We got Truber Book. Truber Brook. I don't know what that is. Uh, if you liked Cuphead on the I, Xbox. I did. Well, uh, Microsoft is doing some work with Nintendo right now, and for the foreseeable future, Cuphead is coming to the Switch now. Oh. So you can play it on the go. Okay. Uh, we got uh, Our World is Ended, Katana Zero, and Citus Alpha for the Switch. I don't know what those three are. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, that's the end. Actually, that last one was for next week. Sorry. All right, so ignore right. that. Yeah, not Citus Alpha. <laughs> that's for next week. <laughs> All right, good enough. Mr. B, if you would, please. Oh, unless Jay had something. Did you Ooh. have? Oh, no, man. Oh, okay. I'm just... Should I give how him one the, more? How are those chips you were eating? I mean, they were pretty good. <laughs> they're, not, they're not legendary, but they're good. They're not legendary. But... I was giving one more plug just because they're good people. Just uh, If you do have car problems, one more time, Excel Automotive. They are, uh, they'll, they hook you up. They're pretty good. Tell the Geek Show says hey. Yes, please. They'll say who? Brian knows who we are. <laughs> Mr. B. Bow before hard me foe. What? Huh? Ham only designed for eating more of. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, you a bit of a stretch. Shoehorn that Stop. I, <laughs> hey, wait, real fast. Tony, put it in that engine failing on the motherfucker. All right, you stayed till the end. Woo! Horror fans. And uh, you're you're here to hear uh, Jimmy interviewing the cast of uh, The Curse of La La Rona. The Curse of La La Rona. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I saw the trailer for this. Uh, I think it was when I was seeing Us. Can't Probably. Remember. Probably. And I, I thought that looks pretty goddamn scary. Yeah, well, I mean, if anything, if it's because it's based on a real legend. That yeah, you, you... And, I, and I was slightly familiar with the with the legend. Yeah, and I think oh, I think it is one of my questions you'll hear coming up. I said something like, because in the movie they tell you that the reason they created this legend was to keep kids... Yeah. Under control, you know. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you don't clean your room, La La is coming. Like that, yeah. like, that's a little fucked up. You yeah, know? it is. And I said, so I think I asked the cast if I remember right. Like, is that good parenting skills? And they're like, no, no, it's terrible. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> uh, but what was cool about this is that um, you know, it they we were down in L.A. 
we stayed in Burbank, and then it was actually the hotel that you and I stayed in at, for Ant Man. For Ant Man, yeah, it's a great hotel. Yeah, and um, and it was on. It wasn't like usually these uh, interviews are in uh, like hotel rooms or whatnot. <clears throat> and so um, uh, it was actually on the WB lot. Oh. So, so the first thing I need to post these pictures because I haven't done it yet, and I'll do it because now we're in the week of, of La Llorona. Uh They gave us this. Uh, we saw the movie on the lot, and then that was on like a Friday. And then they gave us a studio tour a lot. And they said, like, you know, it's a haunted tour. Like, and they said, make sure that you have to tell, if you post these, you know, any pictures, you have to tell, you know, the public or social media that this was created just for this junket. Like, we don't offer this to, oh, okay. to the public. You All know? right. Because <laughs> they do um, studio, you know, tours, but not this. And so we all thought that they were going to, like, fuck with us. Like, the bride was, because Lotharon is always in a wedding dress. Mm-hmm. And we thought she was going to come out of the bushes and fuck with us. No, this was, like, according to them, true accounts. From like security guards and like people who had worked on the lot, who had seen <laughs> shit, you know, or heard shit, and you know, I know the mind can fuck with you, but like, there's some of these places, like these. I mean, these are you know studios where they're filming. Like uh, we passed the studio where they were, do, you know, they do Big Bang Theory, and they were doing like we actually walked into the studio. I think it's Studio Eight on the WB lot um, where they used to film Chuck. Okay. Apparently, that's the most haunted one of all of them. Like just noises and lights flicker. While we were there, the fucking lights started flickering and turned off. We're like. Dude, are you fucking with us? Like that? They're like, it's not us. Like we, we promise. Like it's just they've they've tried to get these lights to stop doing it. Yeah, it's it's bad wiring. <laughs> yeah, because the buildings are old. So <laughs> it just what it is. But it was I loved it. It oh. was a it was a trip down you know film history. Yeah. So you know when you start talking about like these legends, you know the the guys who started you know the Warner Brothers Studios and stuff like that, and saying oh they would get pissed off. Uh, he the one of the heads would walk around the studios and he goes and there was a tight you know a writers room. And they all had their typewriters like, yep. like that, you know? And so uh, he would go by and he would get pissed off if he didn't hear the typewriters he didn't hear going. Typewriters going yeah. So what did they do? <laughs> they went down to the audio booth and had someone record people typing on typewriters of course. and put it on a fucking loop and they just go off and fuck around the lot all day. Of course that's what you do. That, that shit blows my mind. I yeah. love those kind of stories. So I'll post some of the pictures. We went to the prop house. Which oh. is like some of the coolest shit you I could see, ever imagine. I, I could spend a day there. De- you could spend a week in this place because yeah. it's like four stories and like it's just wow, oh, it's hilarious. And like it just and you know you look at it and you're like, wow, that's just a row of telephones. Yeah, a lot of you know some films need a telephone and oh, I don't need that era, but I need that era. You know, yeah. Um, I took a picture of one. My dad, you know, he's retired now. Uh, he restores old radios and they had a whole uh, just an aisle. I actually like, kind of wandered off, like thinking I was going to get yelled at. And just took a picture of this whole aisle of nothing but old radios on this like shelf. And I took a picture and I sent it to my dad. He goes, where are you? <laughs> and I go, I'm in the prop house. He goes, that's hilarious. He goes, I can pretty much name all those radios and I can tell you which ones are bullshit and which ones are actually <laughs> probably worth something. I go, that's funny. All right. Um, but just stuff like that. So, uh, But the other thing was, so the next night when we actually did the interviews, or I say interview, um, they took us onto the lot again, but they had like the cabin set up. Like, you know, there's a cabin in the movie and it was all decked out in, like the 70s, you know, memorabilia. There was the car, like the family's car outside. And then if you, you can't see it obviously on the audio, but um, go on YouTube and find the big movie mouth off face uh, or a YouTube page. In the interview, they had the actors were facing me, but I'm looking out and you, it was a, there's a lake out there and they had this hologram of La Llorona just hovering above the lake. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> it was pretty <great>. cool. <laughs> I'm glad they're spending this much money to promote this. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, you know, and it's all their shit, so who knows yeah. how much it really cost them. But, you know, just it's always – and Warner Brothers does a great job at that. It, they always put a little extra effort. Like um, they built the It House. Yeah. When that came out, they did the stacks for Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Um, just different things they've done, and I was actually talked to a, a rep of theirs, and I said, because I go, what, what's uh, the next movie you're looking forward to? And I go, hey, don't give me they're all a gym. Like, I, I get that, because you work for them. She's like, I'm really looking forward to it, part two. Oh, yeah. And I go, are you building the house again? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so, yeah, so here- So, who, who are we talking to? Here? So, it's one interview. It's all of them. Is uh, 
Patricia Val- Valsquez, uh, Raymond Cruz. You'll know him as um, oh uh, from Breaking Bad. Oh, uh, Tuco. Tuco. Oh, Tuco. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's Tuco. He's super I've, nice. I've interviewed him. Yeah. And then uh, the last but not least, I, I always call her Mrs. Hawkeye. It's Linda Cardellini. Oh, yes. I did not get my question. I wanted to say, what is more freaky, uh, the you know, La Llorona or turning into ash right in front of, of your husband and children? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't get that question. Didn't get it in, no. <laughs> so. All right, here we go. It's a pleasure to meet all three of you. Thank you. Uh, for this one, I, I, I love scary movies. I'm curious, in your own opinion, like, do you think that it's harder to scare people nowadays? Huh. That's yes. a good question. I think audiences are a little bit more cynical about yeah. things. Uh, I think we've seen a lot yeah. nowadays. Um, and I think everyone with the internet thinks they can explain everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you also get a lot of spoilers. Sure. So yeah. then people are prepared for, yeah. for what they're about to see. I think it's most fun when you go in unprepared. That's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but listen to this. La Llorona is real. Yeah. She's not a, a fairy tale. Yeah. She's not a, a, a made-up monster. In the Latin community, La Llorona is a very real dark entity that walks the earth. Yeah. And she will kill you. <laughs> you say that, that it's real, and they, they mentioned this in the movie, that it was a way to keep kids under control, to make mm-hmm. them behave. Do yeah, because think- <laughs> she will kill them. <laughs> do you think that's a good parenting skill to do that to kids? Well, no. But I mean... <laughs> I do. But <laughs> he does. He uses it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, this is the way we grew up. I mean, it scared us. Well, we grew up like that for sure. Right? We're perfect, just scared. Right? That's how they kept. That, uh, yeah, that's how they kept us at home. Five o'clock is dark. You gotta come in because Lyra and I will take you. Yeah. yeah. You gotta listen, and, and we would listen because we heard her, we touch her, we've seen her. Yeah. And, and you've you heard know. stories about people disappearing. Yeah. Oh. People getting killed. Exactly. I mean, yeah. there's been sightings in New Mexico, California, Texas, Mexico, all over Latin America. Yeah. You know, it's very real. What is this, mass hysteria? No, she's real. Yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of the kids, uh, you know, and I know it's rated R, but some kids, they see everything nowadays. Yes. And uh, for you, what was the scariest movie you saw when you were a kid? Jaws. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, definitely. That's, that's the up there one. for me, yeah. Jaws. Yes. And then the, the Nightmares on Elm Street. Yeah. And The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah The oh. Exorcist. I didn't see The Exorcist until I was in college. Oh. I was raised Catholic oh, wow. and I was terrified. Uh, ma- <laughs> no, Latin no, kids could see everything. We don't care about the ratings. They still do. Yeah. They still do. Yeah. <laughs> so going back to that, she's real. For you growing up, what was the scariest urban legend that you believed in? Her. La Llorona. Oh, that yeah, was it? Yeah. Oh, was you her? don't understand. No, La Llorona. No, I get that she's real. She's the most important. She's an entity. She's yeah. real. Yeah. She's not a. She's not a story. I mean, we don't stop believing in La Llorona just because you, you know, you're not a child anymore. She, yeah. La Llorona is very, very real. Yeah, we're and just excited that we got to make a movie about her. That. People like you from Utah finally get to experience the terror that we grew up with. Yeah. So you're welcome. <laughs> Thank yes. you for that. <laughs> she will haunt you for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> are you the same, or did you have a different one? No, I didn't know. I didn't know La Llorona until oh. until the movie, and then I talked to a lot of my friends, and they were telling me how terrifying it was. And then I started looking up. But the thing I realized is the imagery I was aware of. Yeah. I just didn't know that that's. That was her name. I didn't know that. I didn't know her story. You couldn't put a name to the no, face. No, but I knew that this this woman in white, sort of like the crying woman. I understood that, but I didn't know the whole story or the whole sort of like the generations of telling the story. Yeah. Um, but the imagery to me was scary enough. Yeah. And then the idea, of, I don't know it as a character. So going in and her ignorance is sort of what dooms her. <laughs> yeah. So that was perfect for me. <laughs> You, actually, this kind of leads me to my next question. You mentioned her ignorance. I'm curious, do you think these people who are like here crying from a different room, are they being brave or are they being careless when they start walking into that room? Careless. Yeah. No question. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not Any brave. Latin person will yeah. tell you, go the other way. Go, don't go in. <laughs> yeah. Walk away from the crying. 
Yeah. It's such a fascinating thing to just leave somebody who's crying. Don't oh, go anywhere near them. No, not for us. No. Don't help them. No, I think go, go the other way. Yes. I think it depends how, how you know how they're crying. Is. Sure. If it just is. leave the box of tissues outside the door and be like, yeah. they'll take care of it. I mean, you'll definitely recognize if he's like your yeah. Yeah. It's a wailing. It's a wailing, like yeah. a howling, like a demonic cry. See, that's yeah. what I would leave immediately. Right. Yes. <laughs> the movie would be much shorter if that was the case. So. <laughs> uh, uh, what was the hardest scene for you guys to film? The pool was hardest oh, for that's me. a good one. Well, yeah, she was she was in the pool. It was, it was easy for me. You didn't I, have to go I was in. On the outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that hard for me? It's like, hey, do you know how to swim? <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, the scenes with the with the spinning egg. No, we can't give. Yeah. It, I don't want to give too much away. But the scene with the with the magic with the eggs yeah. that, that was pretty hard. Absolute pleasure meeting all three. Thank, awesome. you. Thank you so much. You guys have a great night. La La Roma. La La Roma. All right. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to see this actually. I, I'm telling you right now, and you can come, you can yell at me on social media. Like, if your kids, not like eight year olds, but like if a 13 year old wants to go see it, take them. They'll be fine. Okay. I'm telling you. They have nightmares. Well, they're gonna, it's a scary movie. I mean, that's, gonna, that's a given. We're going to call Jimmy Martin in the middle of the night. You know, give me a one star my babysitting service. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, you guys, we'll see you next week at uh, Gracie's and Fan X. Oh, yeah.